It's weird yeah. doing this in front of people who haven't seen me do it before. <laughs> it's like I'm putting on a show and I fucking hate it. Um, I've got no idea what yeah. to sweating. expect. I'm sweating right now. This is the intro. I'm leaving it in. I can't do it. I'm going home. Do you know the yeah. intro? Give it a go. You you listen enough episodes. Surely. Oh wow! Uh, is it, it um, well? You normally start off with your name, but you know, I'm like this is Alex. Um, welcome to Top Bins, where everything we talk is something like that. I don't know. Close enough. Close <laughs> enough. I don't remember it. What <laughs> uh, happens, Alex? Welcome to Top Bins, where all of our opinions are garbage. Mm. Joined by some freshies in the garage. Someone who just calls himself Alex. I've got Ricky on my right. <laughs> I've got Adam on my left. Uh, welcome, boys. Welcome to the studio. Oh, thanks for welcoming us. <laughs> no worries. I oh, know. It's, it's, I like it. First time in person. I was going to say, what's your first impressions of the uh, million dollar complex, billion dollar complex we have here? <laughs> I would say it's probably the number one podcast in the world. <laughs> I mean, you can say that. It doesn't mean it's true, but you can definitely say that. I like it. I like it. Oh, it, was, it, it was open the other day when I was here. There's nothing here. When I was in your garage. Oh, you weren't here. Yeah, <laughs> I picked all your stuff up. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're like bringing something up, and I was like, oh yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Just not here for that, but yeah, nah. all good. Well, obviously there was Renos going on, you know. Had to get the old carpet out. <laughs> <laughs> <All that. laughs> had to install the indoor pool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so no. all the Mate, the lighting flipped. in here is amazing. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Studio turned gym turned DJ. All the facilities in here. There's look. There's a kitchen because there's a fridge in the garage. Um, workstations in here. There's a bicycle if you want to like get your fitness in. Soccer balls on the ground because you know a training. We practice what we preach. Even if you want to go surfing, surfing. We got weights in here. We got tennis rackets. Uh, I mean, there's whatever. What this is? Am I out of touch or is that surfboard? <laughs> oh, it's a stand-up paddleboard. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, jeez, oh, I'm short. How's Mick Fanning getting on that thing? Oh, bro, but he, I'm assuming Mick Fanning's six foot tall, if that's the size. There's an 11-foot stand-up paddleboard in the garage. And Adam's like, there's no way. That's a regular surfboard. Nah. No, no, no. But, you know, surfing's probably one of the last sports we'll talk about, just because none of us watch it. I mean, <laughs> oh, it is what yeah, it is. No chance. But let's... Quick intro, Ricky, who are you and what are you doing here? Um, I would say I am Alex's mate. Sure. <laughs> if, if you want to run with that. Um, <laughs> now I'm an avid listener of the podcast. Love you. Um, and part of the Cove Boys. Oh. So uh, week in, week out down at the Cogra. The Cog. And uh, watching Sydney FC play, obviously not getting the wins this year. I was going to say, but... not watching Sydney FC win, just watching them play. <laughs> Take the field at least. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say, um, and yeah, always down for having a shit and a, having shoot, a shit and a drink with the boys. Shooting the shit with the boys, Adam. What are you doing here? Well, well, I'm been I've known you for ages. Yes. Um, to play with you. Yeah. Now, now you're my coach. Now I'm the coach. Oh, I know. I grew up a lot quicker than everyone else. Exactly. Oh, and aging. You know, Probably. I know. I know, Jimmy, I'm not one of the Cove boys. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Bulls fan oh, of the Bulls. You're like <laughs> one of 30 of the Bulls fans. Someone, someone... I can't even know. Yeah. What do you say to that? What do you say? <laughs> do, you even, do you even call them fans? Oh, you, Someone's got to support them. Someone's got to show up. I mean, at least I show up to the games. True. Jimmy, on the other hand, <laughs> Penrith's too far. Bro, I know. <laughs> Jimmy pay you guys pay out the ass for your season tickets, and you, he, Jimmy shows up to half of them. He's not even here, but I've said all this to his face. So don't think I'm yeah. doing it. How much do you actually pay a year? We are the the premium like uh, membership, and that is 
money. But, but it's expensive. What's premium when you're at Campbelltown Stadium? Well, it's, it's, it's not the, you just get the seats that are actually undercover and in the middle. True. Like, so essentially you're getting GA tickets undercover. Well, can I was going to say it's all GA and then there's a family hill and then there's box seats. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a showground. It's See, when I hear premium, I'm thinking like box. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not thinking about premium being like. No, no, no. To me, premium at a stadium is you have padded seats. That's premium. yeah. It's sort of like gold class or something. Yeah. When, I went, when I went to Sydney, like when my dad used to buy a season because my dad's a Sydney FC member, mm. and then when he bought the season Good tickets man. there, they they were too expensive. They, they weren't the the top of the range ones like wherever the Bulls, but they're still three fifty. It was basically the same comp, but it was middle of the ground, yeah. undercover. I think you're paying so, again, the location of the seats more yeah, than the actual quality. Because the, the rest seats. of the the rest of the seats there aren't good. Like Campbelltown has basically no undercover besides Garbage. the few that are yep. the platinum. There's like one, there's like one or two tiers. There's probably max like I would say 400 seats. And even in the rows in front of us, because we're about halfway up. Yeah. And even the roads in front of us, when it rains, they get wet. They get wet, so, and that's still premium. So yeah. wait, even at Campbelltown under that tier, that's yeah. still numbered seating, is like, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You, know, yeah, you have a specific, yeah, specific seat. Okay. But, for some reason, I thought, like, <laughs> even even though they're premium, I still thought they'd be free for Nah, no, okay, no, gotcha. I wouldn't. Although sometimes, because there's, like, this one guy that sits behind us mm. that I... They're at every football ground, but they have no <laughs> idea... There's always the, one guy. Why, why are they passing backwards? Why do they keep? Well, if they pass, for, who's forward? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna pass too. Like, like, he's just passion, though. Yeah. Like, you can't deny he's got passion. He's got no brain. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, it, that's it. No brain. There's nothing. He's got well, no no brain or heart. Yeah. There's plenty of them going around. But he just wants to be heard. Exactly. Oh. I like that. He wants to be heard. Part of the bulls. Yeah. Yeah. You caught on That's my shit joke for the start of the pod. Lash goal. I didn't even hit start on the timer. We have no idea how long we've been going for then. Nah, she'll be right. Oh, wow. We've sitting here for three hours. All good. But um, speaking of A-League, um, Sydney FC, oh, before we actually go any further, I meant to ask you is, have you rated the podcast yet? Always. On Spotify? Yeah, first first episode. I'm pretty sure I rated it five Lovely. stars. I didn't rate it. No, I'm not on Spotify. Because on Spotify, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I didn't know you could rate it until I started a podcast. Yeah, I, like, I, I, when I rated it the first time, I was like, I honestly didn't know about it because I normally, I, I listen to other ones, as well, like mm. other things as well. And I'm like, why haven't I not didn't know seen this? I've yeah. never even rated it. Yeah, not a song, nothing. I've never even thought yeah, of nothing. it. Yeah. Like, I, I know I, you can like something. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that says it to your favorites. You, you need to go, you need to rate it at some oh. point. And if you're listening, I always say at the end, so I'm saying at the start, if you're listening to this, we, we honestly get a consistent number of listeners every week for the last two months. So I know that people listen to this consistently. Rate it right now. Unless you're rating it four stars or less, then don't touch it. Five stars only around here. We want to swing these votes. That's it. Get the algorithm. This is not a democracy. You are voting five stars. Yeah, we're going to get the... Uh, numbers. We're going to get the, uh, the Russian... Uh, I don't know, what do you call him? President? Why, what's he going to do? Is he gonna he's going well? to come after you if you don't get the five stars in. Oh, sure. Jesus. <laughs> he, he, no, bro, right now he's like the drunk bloke at a bar yeah. just going to punch him with everyone. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 relax, bro, relax. <laughs> That's my understanding of international politics. Yeah. Well, I saw something today, not that I know. It's like, yeah, yeah. Putin's in debt. Or no, about to be in debt or something. In debt to who? <laughs> 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 
Being in comedy in the best of times, uh, Sydney FC's not making finals. I don't know what's funny about that, but fuck me. But we are so bad. We, we, every other club has games in hand and we're still falling and falling fast. See, I don't understand why why we are playing so bad, considering that, like, yes, Corica hasn't changed things or whatever he changes or whatever he te- like, wants them to do is obviously not good enough. But mm. surely players take things into their own hands. They've, like, they have good quality. They're, I would say... Our, the front three, four, gonna, plus yeah. the one on the bench, and arguably our midfield are the best in the league. Yeah, I mean, quality wise. Yeah, with if Bratton's fit, we probably have the closest to a complete. Surely side. they can just but do things themselves. I think our, our, our back line is just woeful. Donnie's not bad, but honestly, Wilco is that past it now. He's just there as the captain and his pure vibes at this point. But well, you sort of need that in your team always. You need that one bloke who's got that experience. Yeah, but he's had, dare I say, too much experience. <laughs> like, he's getting on, bro. He's like 36, 37 at this point. And he's got, his legs are gone. His legs are well gone. Like, he when, when Sydney FC were at their peak, that was when you could say Wilco brought the experience when he was like 32, 33. Mm. Sure, he wasn't his 28-year-old himself, but he still had enough legs and the experience. Now he just has the experience and no legs. So, like... Oh, it's it's like saying why isn't Corica play? He's got the experience. Because yeah. he's fucking old. That's why. Mm. But uh, I've been Corica uh, out since his second season. I, I was about to say, I've been Corica out since... Because that was when I still uh, like followed Bulls Sydney. Before yeah, Bulls. Yeah. I've hated him from day... I thought he just is so basic. Mm. He has no identity. It's just no. a four four two, And it's like the same lineup. No and innovation. It, and like I got frustrated. I loved Arnold. Dang it. But... Yeah. I got frustrated when he used to do the same. Matt Simon, 70th minute, same sub. Yeah. And now he's Australian coach, Mitch Duke, 70th minute. It's the same play. It's like, Weird. what are you achieving with this? Didn't it didn't matter it. if they were losing 3-0, winning 3-0. Yeah, Albino Messiah coming on every time. Every time. Is Duke the new either... Albino Messiah? Hey. Would Duke be the new Albino Messiah? No, Duke scores. True. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if, even if, and if Matt Simon was injured, it was... Um, Charles Lockie. Yeah, Lockie Lingoy. I can never say his name. You and then it. every time he goes down to MPL, I always see things pop up. Charles, and it's like, he's such a like, yeah, He's like, when he goes back to MPL, he scores goals like week in, week out. Comes to A-League, he's just a fraud. Difference, bro. Because, <laughs> like, people, like, people will say, well, why don't they bring in more NPL players into the A-League? Oh. Bro, they've done that with, who's your winger? I forget his name. Oh, Lockie Rose. Lockie Rose. He's an NPL player. Yeah. You cannot convince him otherwise. Is he an NPL player? Oh, maybe NPL too, bro. He's... <laughs> Woeful in the A-League. No, you know who's worse? Player. No, Moody Nadjar is by far and above <laughs> the worst player of the Bulls. How does a man give away three penalties in three consecutive games and still, and still yeah. start? And it's like, Whack. Meredith, I know he's not a not a spring chicken anymore, but he's mm. 10 times the player Moody Nadjar is. Yeah. And he's a fullback. He's, he's an actual fullback. fullback. He's not a makeshift striker. Like, weird, <laughs> man. It's weird. It's like... It's like Antonio for West Ham. You start at right back, end up a striker, but it's reversed. It's like, yeah. why is the striker playing fullback? What the fuck's going on here? Oh. But yeah. Like, we lost a couple... Lucinia said lost a couple of weeks ago to Wanderers in the Derby, but that was just two teams that aren't making finals. Wanderers are shit as well. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel that the Wanderers team, to be fair, like, 
as much as you know Sydney boys, we hate the Wanderers. The Wanderers hate the Sydney boys. Whatever. Like, if you want to put this, like, put it, all your hate aside and and your bias aside, that Wanderers squad could be a very good squad if yeah. they were to play well together. And I think Rudin will do well with them. Rudin's been the best coach in years. Yeah, and I think I think I he will. I think he will do quite well with them. Definitely. And I think he just needs probably a full proper preseason. Yeah, it needs time with them. But this this Sydney team, yes, we've got good quality. Yes, we're having an aging squad, I would say. Mm, Definitely. But, like, my argument that I've always voiced since, you know, the start of the A-League, you know, we're a league that's only been around for, what, 15, 20 years. Yeah, young. You know, we should be looking up to, you know, the other big leagues that you want to call around the world Mm. and start seeing that, you know, youth development is key. And Definitely. Sydney FC, I would argue, is the biggest youth developing club in the A-League. And we can't produce enough youth development, like enough youth to to be backing up these players that we are so-called past it. And then yeah. the players we bring up get injured every second or third game. Yazbek's injured. Um, Neuenhoff gets injured. Yeah. You know, one or two players that we bring in, like King and, and, and the rest of them that we that we eventually bring in, they like De- Kemi Devlin and that, they end up leaving. Yeah, I mean, look, that's we got to do better with, to hold yeah, on to them the too. That's but the thing still, with Aussie players in the A League, but as soon are, as a young player, like, I, I don't know how Tilio is still in Australia. I'm glad he hasn't left yet because he's good. If he, if if Tilio left after that, his red hot when mm-hmm. City won it, yep. he'd be like Daniel Azani. Daniel Azani's head back to the A League. Yeah, I'm telling you now, he's off contract to City at the end of the season. He's coming straight back to the A League. Oh yeah, uh, for he, sure. How old is he? He's He's like 24, 25. He's one year younger than me. He's 23. He's 23. Yeah, bro, if you're not. He's not making it overseas now. It's too late. You're done. It's that cutthroat, and he's. It's unfortunate for him that he had the injury too, but like the injury is so unlucky, and it's not his fault. But I saw something. He's played like twenty something games over three or four years. Yeah. Since he left, he's played like since he got bought by Manchester City, he's played no more than like twenty or thirty games. The good thing for him though, that now that he has he has a name. So at the end of the day, like we, we, you know, you can say what you want. You can, he, you know, you can say that he made a mistake. He did this, he did that. It's, that's his CV. He signed for Manchester City. Yeah, but that only gets you so far into the A-League. He's not getting any into any other Well, it means that he's always got job security, basically. I mean, Casiris was signed by Manchester City. Exactly. He's always got job security. It'll be, it's literally just recycled. Like they get recycled. Because of things like yeah, that, which A-League is so time. annoying. But Azani, when he came on for Oli Roos, like when the Olympics was on, mm. he was the only player that could create something. And he looked dangerous when he had the ball. Oh, Why can't he replicate that when he's overseas? He's definitely levels above. But that's when he played with Oli Roos, he's playing against other like 23-year-olds. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And he's playing against men. And because he, he can't do this. Because he missed those years between 20 and 23 playing against men, you've got to play catch-up. So it means he's got to play those three years against men by the time he's done that and matured as a player. Yeah. He's 26. Yeah. yeah. And it's over. Yeah. Over. By that time, it's like you just got to go for payouts then. you got to, you Even got to just go for Even maybe it's a hot take. I don't think he's that special. He's when he like he's good, don't get me wrong, but don't see him make it. I think he's too short and too he's, small. And he's a very class but player. He but, and he's also, but I think he's 21 already. Yeah, I used to play oh, his his By the end of this season, like, he's not going to move now as January is already over. Yeah. He's, he'll be 22 by the time the next season starts True. in Europe. That's still enough on. time. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's enough. But it's like, he's got to make the move and he's got to like hit the ground running. He has no leeway anymore. It's like, once he goes to Europe, he's got to hit the yeah. ground running. Like, the best example for that is Riley McGree. Yeah. I love yeah. Riley McGree. The club he's at fucking loves him. They yeah. love Riley He's McGree. at Middlesbrough, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but and it was Birmingham, at Birmingham. No, Birmingham loved him. Yep. 
Then he, his loan finished. He was supposed to go back to Charlotte, mm. see in, in America, but then straight away Middlesbrough bought him before he even played a game for the yep. club. Yep. That's like um, Cammy Devlin up down in uh, up in Scotland. In Hearts. Yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure he's playing like every too. game. Yeah. So mm. like, but Cammy Devlin is so good. I, I don't know why Sydney class. let him go. Uh, why but, they let him go with Uffy to to the Knicks? Yeah, I've got no idea. At, at the time, he wasn't playing. He made his name from the moment he scored a Leichhardt and broke the fence. Yeah, true. That was pretty funny. But <laughs> what wasn't he playing either? That's the problem with Australia. They, they play good games. It's like um for Bulls. Uh, Bulls. Uh, Torre. Uh, Hassan Torre is by mm. far like our. He looks good when he's on the ball up front. He's he's strong. He's fast, and he's got skills on the ball. Yet he get, he's restricted to 15 minutes off the bench every game. Whereas Lockie Rose, who for 20 games this season has done absolutely nothing, Bro, but just he's as he's about, just he loses his spot and he gets put to the shit. bench, he'll come on, he'll score a goal, and then that like he's back in the lineup for it's... five games. And it's like Torre st- started his first mm. game of the season on the weekend and got a good assist and played well. Like he should yeah. be. And he's a Lockie yeah, Rose is just a shit energy merchant who see, is the yeah. swindling his way through the A League. He's a Lockie Rose. I feel like. <laughs> We talk shit about him all the time, but he's always around the goal, doing something, assist or goal or something. Like, goal, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's not any other player; it's him. Trent Bahujia is always around the goal when he doesn't score. I think he's a good player. That's he's it. an energy merchant, pace merchant. He's he's only good game this season has been against Bulls. That's the epiphany. World class against Bulls, and then he just. Yeah, I know, but games. like at the end of the day, like you know, obviously people who watch football day in day out can see that obviously you know he's not up to the standard that he should be playing in the A-League and, you know, or Who's to go this? further. Lucky Rose. Yeah, definitely. But, like, just any other person that's just literally the, like a casual fan, they'll see him week in, week out. He's getting a assist, he's getting a goal, he's getting a assist, he's getting a goal. They just think that's where the hype comes from because most of his, oh, most of his like, hype is coming from his mates because he has a big following from school and from... You're his mate. Me. Cool. Are you mates with, are you mates with everyone? Nah, 25 nah. or younger in the A-League? Nah. Most not, of a, not everyone. Not everyone. Most. So name dropping. Nah, nah. Or nah. But, on Facebook. But back on Tilio, like, yeah. I remember when I, like, and I know we've, this is coming back to obviously name dropping, but I used to play with his brother. Hmm. And he was only, he's only a year younger than me. So he's 23. So Tilio thinks two or three years younger than him. And his brother, unfortunately, same issue with, with um, Marco is that, he was the smallest kid on the pitch. Yeah. And he, and Unless especially in Australia, star. yeah, he yeah. just got bullied physically. That's the epitome of Australia. That's why we never make it internationally because it's all about, it's about Lockie Rose. It's about energy. It's about running hard. Yeah, being no. no, that's not what it's about. No. Like, it's not about what it's about at all. Especially in the international game where, look, it's like every time we play against the Middle Eastern teams, we hate it because we try and play physical they play football and they get free kicks all game. Mm. You watch any yeah. international game these days, everyone used to hate playing against South America because they would just dive all over the place. Bro, everyone does it now. France, you touch Pogba, yeah. he goes down. The international game is just field position and just diving for free kicks all yeah. time. So I do. We, we passion yeah. energy merchant and it means fuck all because we don't have the ball. I agree. It's, yeah. I agree. Enough raving and red. But like, and then just speaking about a national team real quick, it, not real quick, because we're talking about the last 15 minutes, but um, Graham Arnold, career suicide coaching Australia. Look at Ange. He's proven he's a good coach. But you coach our national team. Fuck that. I'd rather go sweep chimneys. Not that's a real thing anymore, but yeah. then take the Australian job for six I th- months. I think 
it's career suicide the moment you keep playing Rogic and don't hook him when he's oh, not playing right. I don't know how he, he's and I Robert think Cruz, bro. Hey, yeah, I so Irvine's my player. Like, like he loses the ball every time. Yeah, see, I think that's our biggest weakness is our midfield because of the fact that we have quality there, and then I th- I feel like he's afraid McGree to sort needs of get to play away every from game. it. Agree. I agree. He, every time he comes on the pitch, he's at, look, looks dangerous. He can actually dribble. That's what we lack in the midfield. Him and yeah. Hurstic need to start like every game. See, Hurstic is a. I guess with him, he it's that that international inexperience that he's got. Like I feel sometimes he rushes his passes, mm. or yeah. he, um, you know, he's trying to do too much in one go. Which yeah. reminds me of Aaron Moy when he first started at, at the national level. Yeah, he used to be like that too. He used to be a guy that energy merchants. Wanted yeah, to get he tried to just rush things, and it, it wasn't until he actually went overseas. You and know, I think, to slow yeah. down and play where you're supposed to play. Then when he everywhere. came back, and I think it was the 2015 yep. year with Ange where we won the Asian Cup. Yep. That's where you saw his like sort of him starting to learn that, you know, slow down. Yeah, that's it. You know, take control of the game. Take the sting out of the you game if it's to too quick. Everywhere. Yeah, you have to be in the right place. The then right we place. saw it again in the World Cup. But then again, you know, eventually he gets old too. Yeah, well, and we're still 30, playing with him. He's only thirty now, but yeah, but it, it sounds like we're bashing our national team. But oh no, we have heaps of good players. Sutar, I, he oh, was I headed. Suter. He was headed for Stardom, but he got injured in that. Um, well, I unfortunately, think the team, the midfield is easy. It's oh, I think it's McGreen, yeah. Harustic, and then Moy sits in behind him. Yeah, and then when Moy's tired, you bring on Irvine. Like Irvine can do yes. a job, but I think I think. Well, McGree and Horustich are like 23, 24. Like, yeah. Blood them in now because they're going to be there for the next 10 years. Why? World why Cup's we... not until next year, bro. Give them 12 months. That's this year. Of, yeah. Well, that's World Cup's... Yeah, but oh, like, yeah. Yeah. You, you still, you've, starting with yeah, the Colors, yeah. you have like 18 months to blood these mm. players in and give them the international experience. I know like you're trying to play your best team to qualify. Yeah. It is what it is. And that's, I Joel think, King. I think that's what um, he Arnold looked, has. He looked natural when he played. Yep. He yeah. That's what frustrates me, Arnold, how stubborn he is. He played such a good game in Melbourne against, um, uh, not Oman. It was, um, who did we beat? We beat him 4 I can't remember. But then, then we had Oman, I think, in Oman, yeah. the, like three days later, and he goes back to, he resorts back to Bayich, even though like, King played so I, good. I, I don't know how Bayich makes the national team over King. But it's like, what does it say to the young, yeah, what like, does it say to the young guy when he's just played a great game, he's yeah, one of our better players on the pitch, and then it's like, ah, oh, see ya, I'm putting this has-been in that hasn't played well for five years in. Yeah, like, the confidence would be like, Oh. It's shit. Yeah. That's, but this we we but we exactly we have so many good players that should be playing like King, Suter, Sainsbury still quality. Yeah. Our keeper is amazing. Um, yeah. I almost said fucking Liam Reed. Ryan. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keeper's nuts. We Boyle. Yeah, oh, like, yeah I think Boyle's good. I think oh. he's unreal. Yeah, he's like Duke can be good on his day. I think McLaren needs to be our go-to striker. Yeah, every. Yeah, I think Le- Lecky. He's good. He's a good creator. But I he's feel just, he's a pest now. I feel him up front, he struggles. He lost his, his 30, 31 now. He's lost. His, he's not the pacey winger used to be. Yeah. Play, but he still has that experience of playing European football. Who's still, he's still good I made the mistake team. of talking like shit about Le- uh, Leckie like a few weeks ago to like our mate Jake Allen. And yeah. then, um, and ever since then, I'm pretty sure he's scored a goal in every yep. single game yep. for Melbourne City. And I'm like, yep. I'm pretty sure there was a tweet about this too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Really? Shit talked him. Before the Sydney FC game, and he scored like the 93rd minute for them to win it 2 1. And he scored, and he's, oh, I think oh he scored God. every game. And I even remember he's had like one goal, I think, disallowed, and one goal got 
eventually caught his own goal. So he could have had even a few more goals right. than what he's it's had. Like, but it's the same as like Lecky's only been at City this year, and for the first six months, everyone's like, he's garbage, he's garbage. No. He's a new player to a team coming to a league he hasn't played for fucking... Has he ever played the A-League? Yeah, he played for Adelaide United. Yeah, and he started. Did he, did he play for Melbourne Victory? I think he was about 19, 18, 19 That's when he was there. He I think for yeah. Victory? I think he played... I think it makes me think he played for Victory. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. No, Something know, sticking out to me. I don't know. I remember Adelaide United. He's 30 now. He's yeah. 31. That's 10, 11 years ago now. Yeah. And he's coming into it. It doesn't matter who you are. You need at least six to 12 months to gel yourself into a team. Uh, look at Sancho, honestly. First six months, you can see glimpses of it. But uh, since, Feb- since January, he's been one of United's most important players. He has like he's three been one goals of your only players. the last six years. True. One of only <laughs> yeah. But that's, the A-League's better than people give it credit for. Definitely. I hate people bash on because it's like, not that it's, the way people talk about Sturridge, like they're thinking he's going to come over here and what? score no. ba- like score bags of goals. Man hasn't, even, man hasn't even played like 90 no. minutes of football. No. Can't even get on the pitch. Can't, like, can't chop with the big dogs. He's playing the tennis coming last. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, congrats, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And the same people who go, oh, the A-League shit. I'm not going to watch it because it's bad. Who oh, do you support? I support Liverpool. Oh, did you watch their game last night? No, wait, it was 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, go the, fuck yourself. The honestly. people that bash on the A-League are the same people that when Del Piero came here, they were buying Sydney FC shirts with Del Piero on the back of uh-huh. their shirt. They're rocking up to every game that Definitely. he plays. Liverpool. Oh, my God, I get to watch Del Piero. Del Piero is the go in A-League. Del Piero yeah. is this. And you're like... um. Where the, were you like before yeah, and then where did you go afterwards? Exactly. Where Perfect you? example. My apprentice yeah. doesn't follow any A-League team. He literally said this today and he goes, um, he goes, I hope like City lose this morning against Crystal Palace. He's a, apparently a Liverpool fan. And he's like, I hope City lose this morning. Yeah. And then at the end of the game when it was nil all, he's like, oh, good. yes, they, they drew nil all. He's like, how many points is it for a draw? No way. Ask me, am I? You can't tell me you're a Liverpool fan. You want him to win the league. You don't even know how many points it is for a draw. Like that's not a fan. You've just picked a team that everyone else like supports, and you're like, yeah, that's who I go for. Yeah, that's that's frustrating as hell. Oh, Um, we can actually talk about that city game. But right before you do, you're saying Lockie Rose to the casual fan is appealing to the eye because he gets a goal like every other game. Bro, he's played 16 games and he's got three goals. Yeah, how many assists? I'm pretty sure they come in the no no assists in the in the league. The official A League men 2021-2022 stat for Lockie Rose. I must be talking out my ass here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. We do that. And two... Usually we never fact check on the show. Usually vibe. I just, I don't know. I just find that every time, like, there's a chance for MacArthur, he's yeah, somewhere nah. there. He's just yeah. there. He's, energy, he's just energy. Just energy. He's in the way most of the he time. He runs hard. I'll give him that. He's, he's Passion. 90, yeah, 90 minutes no he'll run hard. But, um, yeah, and then he's just not. He's really not. But... Yeah, I think this this year in the A League, I think it's honestly one of the weakest competitions. Victory yeah. have gone from dead last to one of the most competitive teams. City have gotten worse, but they're still first. I, I honestly, <laughs> think that, I think that team's gotten worse. Yeah, there are many. There's, there's still many teams that have games in hand. Though, so. off massively. Yeah. Bulls are like top four, aren't they? Yeah. Hell. But what? What's um? How many games in hand do Perth have? Doesn't matter. Doesn't Are they they're, really they're, bad? They're, they're last. They're really... Against Sydney, they were bad, but I thought that was just no, 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 their one-off game. Really I haven't been watching really any of their bad, games. Like, they're apart last. from Brendan O'Neill, they don't have anyone. I don't think he's playing well. I haven't been watching him, but he, I saw he got dropped the other day to the bench. I don't know if he's even playing well. Well, no, they've got... Well, I was going to say they've got three games on hand against Sydney FC, but apart from only Melbourne City have played more games than Sydney FC, they've played 18. Yeah. 
Um, Western United to have two games in hand and they're equal points with City. Western United's good. Yeah. I think they're coming good. Man, Diamante is so class. But again, yeah. he's someone like, how long can he do that for? He's like 34, 35. I know, but like... No, I think he's like 38, man. Yeah, I think he's even He's older. really he's like old. West Ham I, he, but the thing is, he's just so good. Like, Adelaide's always yeah, competitive. Yeah. Adelaide's the most competitive during the 80th and 90th minute. Surely they've got the record for most like last-minute winners. I reckon, I reckon Adelaide and the era where there was Josip Gombau, they had Pablo oh, Sanchez, yeah. Karuska, and Thidio. That, like, that team, Sharp. 70th minute to 90th minute, you could never write them off. No, they were a team that was coming like, back from 5-0 down, they'd score like, 5. Bro, it doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter if they're losing. <laughs> what uh. is, they'll come back. Like, you go through these teams, like Wellington is shit. On paper. Jets are shit. Wanderers are... Playing like shit, they can yeah. be better, but they're tenth, man. Like, yeah, but Bulls they're... on paper, I think have a really good squad. I think Ante Milicic and his assistant are just weird. They're weird very likes. weird. weird it's, they're always just literally on the sideline when you're at the game. They're just like never looking at the game. They're always looking at each other like this, yeah, legs crossed, to each other. giggling. And I'm like, what are you we're, guys we're, doing? We're like, and then like... I'm like, then I wonder why the team doesn't, doesn't get changed. But then I yeah. think, well, they don't actually watch the games. They they're literally just talk to they've each other. They've always got their notepads out looking at notepads. Like, yeah. Bro, watch the game in front yeah, of you. Yeah. That's how I'm going to tell you when the game's live. Weird. But... I think um, a very good addition to Western United is the um, Dylan Wenzel Hall. He's... He's the next big Australian striker, I reckon. Yeah. He's sharp, dude. I don't know about internationally, but I think in the A-League, yeah. he's the next big. He's it's like good that he's been here for a while. He doesn't actually go overseas. He's the one that's. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He gets to move overseas, but I think he he's been be benched. Like... He's been benched for the last few weeks for that. I can't say his name. I'm not even going to try. Oh, no. Wenzel Halls. I, I, I don't know about a move to Western United. I think he should I don't really like him. But. but... I just I find like I just, I just like him. He's just good, good quality. He's, he's... Good all around, and he's. I think he's only going to get better. Like how old is he? On? Uh, oh, he's twenty four. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's the next. He has two goals this season. Fuck me. Maybe That's what I'm saying. No, but he like season. just because he nah, like just because he doesn't big, score big heaps. Season. How many? Like he's not starting many games, and he's not. Yeah, but why is he not starting? Like... Yeah, then why he's having a pretty shit season? But West Ham winners at Brisbane, he was fucking tearing it. He just has that much quality in him. I I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't suit the Western United. That's what I thought when he moved to Western United. I was thinking maybe it's for money. Because you have who's who's on the wings? You got Lockie Wales, Connor Payne, is he and Lockie I think Connor Payne. Disappointment. Payne yeah, as well. so, I thought he was going to be so much better who's than he's Lockie Wales. So when he was younger, I thought he was going to be a gun, yeah. and he's just never really yeah. kicked on. He was a he was a kid that you just you just knew when he was on the pitch. He he was another Lockie yeah. Rose. He yeah. just would not stop running. But like he was better. actually really was good. Better. Oh yeah, better. for sure. And I thought he could actually kick on, but he's still yeah. all right in the A-League, but A-League standards. But he's I thought he's going to be heaps better than he than he's turned out. Yeah, probably. Nice. I like Torre from Adelaide. Oh, I like his brother at Bulls, but I like the young, he's like seventeen. Mm. He plays a winger. Adelaide's got a funny young players. They yeah. got a lot. Yeah, they, 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 I good. swear the average age of this squad would be like twenty. But always like. There's always like 16, 17 year olds on the pitch. I swear Goodwin plays every second year. Love Goodwin too. Yeah, he's good. Because right before he joined Adelaide, he was meant to join CNFC. Oh. I was like, I'm so fucking excited for this. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, he went to Adelaide and they won the FA Cup instead of us. And I was like, fuck you, Goodwin, you dog. You're a maggot. I hate you. I wish you were a part of my team and not that team because we, we would have won. But um, oh. anyway, this is an A-League podcast. We've been chatting for a bit, so we'll swing it to another one. We'll talk about that city, Crystal Palace. That is the most competitive nil all draw I've ever seen in my life. I don't think I've seen more missed chances in a game than that game. Bro, I know, Clear like, cut chances too. It, it was just one of those games, but 
City have dropped points to some sh- like shit for their standard. Mm. They had they dropped points twice against Southampton. This is the this is the second team um in the comp that's um yep. stopped them from getting wins as well home Crystal and away. Palace won the first one. Yep, and they've drawn this one. Four points off City. Yep. Not many clubs can say that. No. I mean, it's only them in Southampton. No other clubs done it yeah, in the yeah. league. It's, I, didn't know, I didn't know that. Fucking foot, like, I didn't even watch the game. I was at work this morning, so I didn't actually watch it either. Like, oh, I haven't man. seen how competitive it was. Any other day, it probably would have been 3 4 to City's way. Like, oh, easy. Crystal Palace had their chance as much as. Or you look at the stats, but you look at the actual chances, and like Gallagher probably should have been put a through ball for one on one with Edison. Yep. Um, there's a few, like, didn't Crystal Palace hit the post a couple of times? Uh, yeah, at least they hit the post. Yeah. Um, and Gallagher, well, if he put his, turn his brain on for a bit, he might've had a clear cut opportunity, but he was trying to. Then you go City side and was it Chancellor hit the post? Yep. Stones went for a bomb shot yep. and almost went in and got pushed away by the Bernardo Silva hit the post. Yeah. I think twice. Oh, no, the second, he's one of the last chances Bernard Silva had was when Grealish cut it back. Mm-hmm. And missed. Bro, I swear, oh. 9, 9.999 out of 10 times, Bernard Silva just taps it in. Like, both sides just couldn't finish. But you look at the stats, and you're like, yeah, City had like 70, 80% possession and like 20 shots compared to like 7 or 8, but it was still anyone's game start. To Do you finish. reckon City win the league? Yeah. I, I do. So. I reckon they win the league. I think so because the thing is, okay, Pep might fuck it up against the small teams. He's because he's a bald fraud, but against the big teams, he knows what to do. Do you know the rest of their fixtures? Is it just all against the big teams? Is all the it's teams? all small teams. Oh no! <laughs> Bro, and Liverpool have the hard run. They've got Arsenal, United, Chelsea, Spurs. Fucking <laughs> hell, man! That's Pep, tough. Pep didn't even make a sub. He always does that. The game against United, he made one sub. Yeah. He brought on Gundogan for... Um, like, he's got Gundogan, Sterling, Zeus on the bench. You'd, like, it's nil all. Like, surely some... Grealish got two goals all season. Like, why is he on the pitch? I didn't watch the game. I don't know if he was playing Grealish well. Grealish is... Like, I know I was just saying you need to give a player six to 12 months, but fuck, he's been average for City. For a $100 million signing, he's been woeful. Who do I see them comparing? Oh, Phila Coutinho. Like... It was yeah. apparently washed at Barcelona. Washed. washed come into a smaller team yep. in the Premier League and yep. it's carving it up. Like, yep. It's... Into Grealish's old team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. True. Didn't like, even think of it. Yeah. Come on. Grealish has gone into a better team. you think he'd have better support or he'd be getting more assists. Oh, he yeah. hasn't fit into Pep's system yet. No. Pep's... Like, no, he's just shit. Because Pep's not a dumb bloke who's not going to bring in a player that doesn't fit his system. He's going to bring in players that yeah. should be far off his system. Mm. I I like Greer. He's, I think I think he's quality, but he doesn't... He's not a, he's not a player to play in that team. He's not a, he, he's an elite player. For me, he he's that player... You, you know how, like, in every team, majority of the time you'll have, like, 10 working-class players... And you have one player who's like, you can let him do whatever the hell you want. That's why he's good at Aston Villa. Yeah. That's what I think really she is. And when you have a team like Guardiola, you cannot have players no. like that. No. And I think the whole, you know, sort of like the Renato was going to go to City thing. Like, I'm not trying to bring up, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. But I honestly genuinely think even if Renato went there, he would have never worked out for that reason. Yeah, uh, well, City, I understand what you're trying to say. City don't play with one superstar no. and a bunch of hard workers. They, It's like, honestly, you look at Liverpool too, because sure, like the system they play, they're midfielders. If Henderson went to any other team, I think he's fucking garbage. But it's because of Klopp's system. I can see that. It elevates everyone. 
But like you even look at most of their players, apart like obviously apart from their recent, their very recent big big signings. Mm. But like you think of Rodri, did anybody know about Rodri before he was there? Fuck no. You know, Gundogan. Yeah, he came from Dortmund, but nobody really thought like he would no, have been someone that was. He was like 24, 25. He's been at City for ages. Exactly, now. Bernardo Silva. Did anybody really think he was going to do that well from Monaco? Nah, no, no. I that, was, that was the one season Monaco were good. Yeah, that was. Like, the, that I think that was stacked. the year they won it. Yeah, but like a lot of those players gone on to go better. Like Mbappe was they, in that team. No, nah, man, I have to retract was, that. Um, they didn't win it. Hey. They didn't win it. Never mind. They didn't win it that year? No, no. I no, wasn't the year that he was there. Yeah, it wasn't the year that he was there. Yeah, that's what I'm that thinking That was of. like Monaco's best. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was when Mbappe, yeah. Lamar, they were all there. Yeah, they were all there. That's what I mean. They were all yeah. there. Like oh, man, that's it. Like, all those players got to do something, but really, like, it was, it was still a one-off season yeah. as a team. Like, it was pretty crazy. Like, Bernardo Silva, he was, yeah, he was good that season. But Most of like, those players, but have made good careers. Oh, yeah. But none of them were, like, those Big stars, oh, you were thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still for and, then, and I think, but we also all doubted them as well because we saw them do well and we thought it was just like a miracle. Like, Leon made the Champions League semi final. Yeah. Like, no one's getting poached from their team. Like, yeah. It was sort of like that feeling. Oh, it's like. Depay went to Barcelona. Yeah, but. And now they've fallen off Matthew. But he was all, people knew about him before. He was, yeah, he was always. But, but he was at United too. Yeah, he went to United too soon. He went to United when he was like 20 after having a couple of decent seasons in the Dutch league, and he was given the number seven off the bat. It's like, fuck me. Yeah. That's pressure. Yeah. He was never going to perform. He won the number seven? He might have won the number seven. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter, man. Like, you, the number seven at United is fucking Yeah, cursed. but you, 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 can't, you can't say, oh, he was given the number seven. If he asked for it, then it's his own fault. I, I agree. Like, He's a 20-year-old. Someone tell don't him put, to put don't your put, hand Yeah, in. don't put that when pressure it, on yourself if you don't think you're ready for yeah, it. definitely. He's 20 years old because right now, if we had him at United, like, obviously, this is before we signed Sancho. We probably needed to sign Sancho if we had 25, 26 year old Depay. I think he's class now. I oh, think he's yeah. He's a very well rounded player who's confident now. And he can, he's cons- much more consistent than when he was 20. And it's easy to say, but there's a lot of, co- there's a lot of consistent 20 year olds running around. Phil Foden is a fucking superstar. Again, not one of those players you would have thought when he was coming up, oh, one of the best players in the world, or, no. you know, he can be one of those superstars that does whatever he wants. It just He's one of those players, yeah, he fits Guardiola's system because he's disciplined enough. Yo. He does what he's told. Yeah, he has his little bit of Ned Zelich individual brilliance, yeah. but, like, he does what he needs to do, but that also does, you know, his does own thing work. at the same time. Yeah, he never complains when it's time to do hard work. And that's no. why I think City are good and you can't have... That's why, but that's why I think um, Harlan would be a good fit because he's a hardworking striker. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I agree. Like, so. He'll do better than Kane just because. Not, not saying Harlan's a better player. Like obviously, if you go form, he just fits play right now. But the players work like as yeah. a player, Harlan would work better in Guardiola's system because he would track back. He'll bully blokes. Yeah, Kane can try, but he doesn't have the legs about him for ninety minutes to do it. Where Harlan no, I can. agree. Yeah, no, I agree. I I'll I'd... take Harlan every day of the week. Harlan Kane. No, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Apparently, Harlan I saw has an eighty million release clause. Less. It's like oh, sixty less. something. I think. It's... How has no one snapped him up? Whoa. I think because um, every time he goes, like, there's talks for him, and um, Mina, what is Mina Reniola, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah the, uh, he's always asking for this massive cut out of the signing deal, yeah, which is the reason why most clubs sort turned of off. Whoa, okay, let's put the brakes on for a second. Yeah. I mean, ha- Harlan so still good. haven't proven his consistency yet, and this season we've seen his injury issues. Yeah. He's missed almost as many as he's played. 
Richie's missed like half the season, isn't he? I think last time I saw the stat, which was probably about a month ago, so I don't know how it's been the last yeah. few weeks. But this, I think in February, it was he missed 20 and played 26. Jeez. So, and it was like hip, hammy. It wasn't like he got like an ACL injury. It's a big accident injury. Yeah. It's like his body is already... And how much him. How much of that do you reckon is genuine injuries though? Well, I mean, if it's a long-standing issue, like some people just have bad knees. I've got bad knees. No, I I, I never, I've never been injured. I fractured my hip when I was in school. That's got nothing in my fucking knees. You're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, injured <laughs> man over here. But you had like ACL injuries. Yeah. They're freak accidents. Well, I'm just saying, happened I, three times. <laughs> poor, poor knees. But like, so I understand like why some clubs be sandwich, but it's worth the risk. So I think his buyout is about 60 million euros. I think that's... So in today's like 70 market. 70-something million pounds. In today's market, I think that's worth Bargain. the risk. Like if, if you're any club... Who's in top ten in their league? You'd be going in for him. So for the off chance he goes for you. Like, why is Chelsea signing Lukaku? Like, I love it as an Inter fan. Thanks for the hundred million. Yeah, but, cheers. Thanks. For but that. why are they signing Lukaku despite how good he was at Inter yeah. when Harlan is like seven years younger or such? And look at the offside he had. Like, it's worth the risk. In my Harlan, point. I understand why clubs didn't go in for Harlan at nineteen straight away. Because, yeah, he had... He's only been around for like two, a, three years. It's a risk, but it's like... Everyone's going to be... This summer now, everyone's going to be sniffing around yes, for him. Yes, every single club. Like You've got to take a risk sometimes. Well, every to, club's to Chelsea. You, you can yeah. put the risk this way. They've played 25 games in the, in the league. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's he's played 15 games. Yes. It's still decent. And scored 16. Bro. With, with five assists. Does that say... I mean, you play in the Champions League? Five. Bro. Is good. Fuck me. That's 21, right. like, goal participation in 15 games. And I mean... He's not doing it for nobody and either. And they are, they, like, at the moment, like, they're yes, second, he's missed... He, yeah, they're second. They're seven points behind with a game in hand. But, like, you think about it, he's missed 10 games of the league. If he plays those games... You don't know what would happen. And in exactly. the Champions League, he's played three games, three goals. There you go. So he's still scoring. He scores Injured a, or not, he I scores mean, a goal yeah, a game. Because yeah. if you play, you're guaranteed a goal. Or a, a, he's game. played 79 games for Dortmund, 80 goals. Yeah. So even if he has all these injuries, it's never once slow. Like he comes back and he hits yeah, the ground bro, running he, yeah, like straight away. Yeah. He doesn't. He not doesn't. week, but next week he's ready to start. Well, he's, always, th- he's putting out Ronaldo stats. That's exactly what yeah. I was just about to say. So, like Real Madrid Ronaldo yeah. stats at 19, 20 years old. He yeah. just, he reminds me of like, yes, okay, he's injured here and there. He's just spitting out Ronaldo Lima's like Bro, but okay. stats. So would you take Mbappe? Would you build your team around Mbappe or Haaland though? Given on recent form, based on um, you know what he can do, mm. I would take Mbappe. Hundred percent, hands yeah, down. Do you want to add it, like in my current like the team? Like who would I rather into so sign you, now or build a team from scratch? Build a team from scratch because that therefore means you think they're a better player, like a team yeah, player. So yeah, yeah. Super coach where it was genuinely a real team. Yep. Who's the first player you pick up, Haaland or Mbappe? It's See, I I'm taking Mbappe. There's, I, there's no wrong answer. You the only reason wrong. is because he is the superstar of my team. This is Mbappe. He is that one player that I don't want him tracking back. I yeah. don't want him defending. I want to preserve him and not get injured. I feel like Holland does both anyway. Like the man just yeah. is every, like you see all those clips of him like where it's like Harlan freak sprint and it's him yeah. like like yeah, in their own penalty box meters. and like in seven seconds <laughs> yeah. he's in their penalty box. He's fucking quick. I know. Yeah. He's fucking quick. He's, well, a, he's 191 centimeters. What's that like six foot five? Yeah. How's he running that? Yeah. Far? I mean, if I'm not bragging, I think it's a roughly around six. I'm not bragging. If I'm 189 and I'm six two, 
He'd be... He'd be 189 because he, like, maybe just the way he's built. He looks so much taller. Six he's four, tall, no. don't get me wrong. What? 6'4". Six 6'4". Four. Six four. Bro, that's massive. As a striker, bro, centre-backs are that tall. Matt Hummels is 6'4". Yeah. That's huge. He's yeah. out Bro, Ben White is up to, like, his fucking nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Ben White, like, 5'10"? I don't, I don't ten, understand how, we're, how Arsenal are going to ever compete with uh, with Haaland if we ever end up making Champions yeah, League. Yeah, Gabriel and, ha- <laughs> and Ben White. Like Party's going to have to man-mark him. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only physical it. guy you have that like is the same that can match it with him physically. So quick and agile, fast. Still, like, but the thing is with Mbappe, like he's still like what 22, 23. Yeah, but he's won a World Cup and he's played Champions League final. That's the but reason I'd also sign him. Freak friend. That's yeah, but he that's was friend. Good. Oh yeah, don't get me. I'm not saying that. Well, like, he was great. It's not like he got carried. It's not like he's Griezmann. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nah, wait. Are we are we talking about the the World Cup France one? Yeah. Isn't that great? Did his job, good, man. Score goals. They only beat Australia one 0 Oh, true. Yeah, but Australia we good. Yeah, but, that game. Yeah, and we were robbed. No, we were robbed. Penalty. Did the Mbappe like, go down? Yeah, no, it was Mbappe. Yeah, fuck you. Nah, it wasn't, it wasn't even a penalty. Oh. Like, he died. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you, Mbappe. So, uh, <laughs> nah, it wasn't. It was an amazing team. Like that team, yeah. It, it's yeah. Yeah, but it was amazing because he was part of it. All of them. The only thing I would <laughs> is Giroud. Started every single game for him up front. But honestly... Has, didn't have a single shot on target, I'm pretty sure. He's the I, think he just, I think he just brings a lot to the team. Yeah, he's a team player. He's, he's underrated. Yeah. It's not like he retired after that. He went on, played for Chelsea, was mm. good. Now he's yeah. AC Milan, and he's very fucking good at 34, yeah. 35. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking killing it. I, I'm but I think... Like, who they have on the bench, but... Even when, even when um, Giroud was at Arsenal and they sold him to Chelsea, I was like, what the fuck's Arsenal doing? Well, that's exactly the same thing when United did the swap for... Sanchez with mm. Mkhitaryan. I was like, what is this deal? I do not understand yeah. the thought process. By- you are getting our Sanchez best player. To leave. They were just trying to get whatever they could. But it was like, you're getting our best player, basically the only guy that starts, creates everything, uh-huh. and then you're giving us a player that you don't even play. Yeah. How does that work? Oh, I mean, right. Arsenal do some shady business. We, I genuinely think there's some conspiracy behind that. Drug deal. Oh, I don't what know. I thought it was corrupt. I thought the the Edu or Edu wasn't there at that point. Oh, because yeah. I've heard that he apparently just all your deals. It's like to help his mates here. Oh, oh I don't know. It wouldn't I'm, surprise me, but I don't. I don't know about that. Just I've heard it from somewhere, but apparently now he's gone or. I'm I don't believe that. No one in their fucking right mind signs Kalisanach and thinks they're going to win games. <laughs> that was. That was well, I think it's to win games. I think they're doing it as like a. Yeah. Like that's, what, that's what they were annoyed, that's just the way they were annoyed about. Yeah. 100%. Probably. No one Xhaka and goes, this is a good deal. <laughs> or, or the fact that he was on the ropes to go to basically Roma and they were like, you know what? Here's another 250k a week. Fuck me. And you're like, what the hell's going on yeah, here? Yeah, it was dumb business. Uh, dumb business. I, 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 at the start of the season. Especially after you guys got Arsenal got fucking raped, absolutely railed, got their shit smeared on the wall. Yep. By City, I was like, Arsenal's season's over. Nah. Well, that that, that this, early, I was like, yeah. they're done. Look at the way they're playing. This is garbage. Arteta's well, turned it around. We lost to Brentford. Yes. We hilarious. lost to City. I and think I forgot who the next game was. It was a big team. It was, was, another, it was, I think like it was maybe Chelsea. I think yeah, I think it was Chelsea. Yep. We lost to them as well. But then after that, you've been fine. Yeah. Well, we went we went through a, a, a period where we went I think three or four games against arguably the bottom teams of the league. And then we got Palace. Yeah, you got Vieira got the draw against us. Arguably, we should have lost that game. Tr- yeah. 
Right. That's another, that's another coach who's done very well. Yeah. Vieira. And if you were to say at the start of the year, Vieira, top 10. I laughed when they signed Vieira. I was you like, he's got to get a fucking job. Uh, nope. He's unreal. Oh yeah. My he's God, doing well. And I, and he's got a lot of youth in his squad. Yeah. Which he's, is, which is. Made the right you know, signings. Um, well, Crystal Palace lost half their team. Like, I'm pretty. They, they had like 20 same release players at the end of the last season. So to. to make a new. To, to make up. Yeah. But to make a team gel that yeah. quickly, especially as a young coach. Yeah. And like, Gallagher uh, is unreal. But I don't know how he goes back to Chelsea. He is. He's, he does the same job as Mason Mount. Can he go back to Chelsea at the moment? If no, he's on loan. So yeah, like, but I don't think can they register? Can they register new like a new? I don't think he's they can a register player. a new player. Yeah, but I think the way it works when you go on loan, but you're still registered under like Crystal. Like they don't yeah, own you. The, they don't own your contract, but they for they they just registering you for one year. Yeah. So if you loan someone, the club you're currently at has to register you as one of their players. Yes, I don't so, know. I don't know how it works. I'm oh, sure they'll uh, sort it out. Yeah, it'll be there'll quick. be something like it was like the other day how it's oh, bad for business. They for the can't league. sell. They're frozen, and now they're like, oh, they can't hit. Yeah. They can sell the club. So it's like it's the way the lot is. They've been given a license mm. that, but the um, I think even the English government has a say in it. It's like the English government, the English Premier League can revoke the license at any point. So essentially, you do anything funky, and see you later. Yeah, but doing. Doing that to Chelsea, which is one of the powerhouses in the Premier League, is just bad for business. I just, I don't know. Like, yes, Chelsea are, a, you know, I would argue are a big club. Definitely, they are now. Based on Abramovich. Before well, I mean, then, they were a nobody club. Well, how long until you were class a big club? Because they've been dominant since the mid-2000s. Well, since Abramovich. Exactly. But like, that's, like, that's before, enough time to be class a big club. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no doubt. I mean, I'd argue the that they era. are the biggest, they are the biggest London club. Yeah, the last Stati- 20 years. Yeah. yeah. You know, they've won European Championships. They've won... Well, they've won European Cup, sorry. They've won the won, Premier League. Yeah, they've won everything. They've won everything. Won like... The Club World Cup, everything. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't, like... I, I can say that they they are a big club and that they are, obviously, you know, quite a big... They have a big, um, mem- they have a big following as well. So, like, if they get fucked over in any business... Well, even when they had their transfer banned... I don't understand the transfer bans because oh, I swear one minute there's a transfer ban, next minute they're they're selling and buying players. So I, I, yeah, it was yeah. Weird, but, but um... like they are a big club. But in terms of like the actual club within the league and everybody else in the league, they're a big club to Chelsea and Chelsea fans and all that. Yeah. But everybody else, like you know Arsenal fans, United fans, we only see Chelsea being a big club because of the fact that they've brought in all this money, spent okay all this money to, to build what it is. But the club itself with, with everything they've got is not actually, there's nothing really um, so, there as soon as you take that money go out. They, no, their academy is unreal. They, that's again, but so that's recent. Many, that's, that's a recency was, thing. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast. This, I, I can't remember the player. His name is like, yeah. like a Poo Akin something. Yeah, anyway, yeah. he's like 24. He's playing at Bolton now, come through the Chelsea Academy. Um, and he sees an Arsenal fan, but he come in and, his, and He's under nine's team, and he grew up with these guys through the age ranks. He had um, Fakaka, Fakaka, Tomori, I can't say his first yeah, name. Yeah, so Tomori. He had Tomori, Mount, um, yep. Solanke, yep. Tammy Abraham. I don't think he was, but he, they, he named a few more, and they're playing the championship in League One himself yep. or abroad. And it's like, and he's like, because apparently it's unusual, obviously, you know, 
He's like in one team. When you look back at the photos of your team, you know you might be able to say, "Oh, this player made it professionally." Yeah, one of but he's like basically a whole yeah, team squad. is professional. Like, but not even just professional, like top teams, class yeah, professionals. and top level players. Like Tamori's right. out, of this, out of this world. Like since he moved to Milan, real. Tammy Abraham. Yeah, Tammy Abraham. Killing it in Rome. Yeah, yeah. I think he fits Mourinho. I think so. Like, yeah, it's easy to say. Oh, only recently, but. Like Chelsea like, spend their money well, and and and, and, and oh yeah, I was getting to the point. He he said um, Chelsea have de- apart from Kepa. <laughs> you looked at me. Yeah, you looked at the eye of the eyes. Apart from Kepa, yeah, but they spend their money well, well for the clubs for the structure. Oh, I wasn't of the club. talking about Kepa. Who who are you talking about? I was talking about ex Interman. Uh, oh, <laughs> hey, I'll be happy. Hey, yeah, this is what it is. You're an you're happy that you're like. He's he, play, he played He's brilliant for Inter. Yeah. And we get 100. Saves us from debt. Won the like, league. Saves us from debt. Yeah. And, and he absolutely yeah, won the league like, the first time in 10 years. Was ab- like bullied defenders for us. So and like 28 goals, I think. That's yeah. And like he did it in Europe for Inter as well. It's like. Yeah, it, it, it's while. like. Um, what, like, what's there to be mad at? Like, it's a win win. You know, it's win win. Won the league. And you're the only, only thing I can criticize, which I know heavy. Like, uh, like our um, active support, we're all pissed off. And it's like, at the end, I'm over it, but they're not. Yeah. Is that he said like a few months just before he left that, you know, he's happy to stay under Inzaghi. Yeah. You know, he wants to keep he wants to keep going and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then you know, Chelsea come in with this massive offer and he's like, oh, life-changing money, blah, 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 you know. He's coming back to Inter or something. And it's like, now there's links ever since the whole thing's yeah. been happening that um, Chelsea want to get, like he's going to come back to Inter for like half the wage. Uh-huh. And uh, and on a loan deal because Inter can't afford to to pay yeah. Chelsea that sort th- of money. I think I think Lukaku saw the bigger picture being Thomas Tuchel prior year Champions League final. Yes, he lost with PSG. Oh, he thought he hit the ground running. Oh, yeah, he could yeah. see them. You know, he was doing the league. Pardon? I probably thought he was going to win. Yeah, the I think that he too. also got worried in the sense that Inter he had that big debt. Yeah, that is big yeah, debt. That... So he's like worried. Well, if I don't go, someone like other players at Inter are going to go. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, so do I want to be then stuck with what's left behind? Exactly. So he he got off. I think yeah. what he would have maybe thought as a sinking ship. Yeah, but his debt. Him and Hakimi together basically solved Inter's debt issues. That's what I mean. Two like they go... can't afford to spend money, no. but it solved their it solved their debt issues. But I mean, because yeah, you're right. Because if Lukaku and Hakimi stay, they have to solve the rest of the team yeah. man, to make up for the those only two. one that yeah. probably brings in big money. Other than them, is Skriniar or Barella. Barella other than those yeah. two, no one else. Brozovic goes for thirty million. Like yeah. he's a good player. But he's in the last year of his contract, so he was exactly. only, he's never going to go big. No. But now he's. Apparently, it keeps apparently going to sign a new contract. We're waiting, but without him and the team, Inter just she's the engine. Oh. Barella's good, but that's because Brozovic is there, fucking doing the hard. Yeah, Did Inter have some some crazy stat like fifty shots and like none of them were on. That's when you were saying something before about the yeah. City game. I was like, coming from an Inter fan, we went two games in a row about scoring 50 shots on target. That was the same time United had about 60 shots. And and I was like, no hell man. Like, yeah. And now, like, Jekos. We beat Liverpool midweek, mind you. Like, it's not like we were the better team, but we beat Liverpool midweek. How do you go from beating Liverpool to drawing with Torino? Weird. (sighs) But they were down the whole game, too. Yeah, 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 we scored in the 93rd minute, Sanchez. But. Just don't get that, but that's because Brozovic didn't play him. He starts Vecino. Mm. We look absolutely woeful. Inter don't have the depth. 
But the, yeah, the Serie A is wide oh, open. Hey, the Serie A is wide Bro, open. Top of, it's, it's, yeah, but that's why I'm hating that at the moment. Because every time yeah, we just slip up, it's like it. we were so far ahead then because we had the mids, they had the winter break in the Serie A. Mm. We were like on a 12 or 13 game. We had the biggest win streak in Europe. Yep. And then that happened. And since then, we have not ever. Lost, but it's like every other team has picked up. It's, but every game is do or die. I remember a couple of rounds ago, it was like every all those contentious teams all had a draw. So at the end of the day, if everyone's a draw, fuck it, who cares? But if any one of those teams didn't get a draw, bro, that'd be two, three points ahead of everyone else. Yeah. It's so close to the top of the yeah, I've said it every week, I think. And it's unreal to see such a competitive league. Um, so first to fourth, Milan have 63 points in their yep. first. Fourth is Juve. They've got 56 points, right? So not that much of a difference. And then fifth till about eighth, it's about three point difference. Fucking so, hell. so at first to eighth, like it just constantly change every game. Like, yeah, okay, fifth probably can't really jump fourth unless they've won maybe two or three, yeah. and the other one drop points. But like to make Europa, there's like you know there's five five even, teams yeah. basically playing for it. Even to make Europe is not fucking guaranteed for these teams coming second. Or yeah, third. yeah, it is cooked. I'm like the last the like last five game sprint is going to be hectic. It's definitely yeah. going to be the most watched. Or it depends how this Liverpool City go, but there's certainly two teams. But surely this Serie A is going to be like one of the biggest finishers in the last 10 years. It'll be like the City United, um, the league on last the last day. day yeah. yeah. It'll be like that, that, but that, that'll be like the City Liverpool game. Yeah, as, yeah, as, as, as a fan, it's like, no, 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 I don't want the heart. Like, I don't want this. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm already, so, every week I'm disappointed because we were so far ahead, like dominating wise. Yeah. And it's just like everywhere we're slipping and slipping, and the other teams they were slipping. But then this week we drew, and the other two Napoli and Milan won. So now, even though we have a game in hand, we're still going to be behind Milan now because yep. we slipped up this week. So the heartache, man. The um, so we're recording this on a Monday night. It was Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Tuesday. Tuesday night, yeah. Fucking all over the shop. But so this is the night before United play in the morning. I'm going to give two responses because we obviously don't know what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give the response that we lose. Okay, good. Mm. Now we can focus on the league. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, we weren't winning Champions League anyway. So to make Champions League, we need to finish top four. Welcome to Arsenal's motto. Oh, God. Focus on the league. Think Get knocked out of both cups. No Europe, no Europe competition. That's, that's why Arsenal's doing so well on top of that. Arteta got lucky with all these losses that his rebuild season... He could just honestly just focus on the league. Fuck but, even the Mickey Mouse Cups, because let's be honest, both FA Cup and Carabao Cup, they're, they're not, not what they used to be. In the 2000s and early 2010s, winning FA Cup, back when Arsenal used to win yeah. every second year, they actually meant something winning these things. But now it's like, who cares? Like maybe it's because City and Liverpool and Chelsea win it every year. Now. Yeah. See, like, there's, there's that argument now that Liverpool could potentially win the quadruple. Yeah. And it's like... Not going to. No, like they're in the running, yeah, yeah. So it's like, but then, then, like, I guess whilst it is prestigious still because it's the FA Cup and you know it's yeah. part of that, I just like everybody now looks at the FA Cup and just like it's just the FA Cup. What's the difference between the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup? One of them has more money. The FA Cup has more money and it's run by the FA, but and it's like a hundred years old. It's got history. Yeah, there's there's prestige. There's there's the the history behind it, but like. I don't know. Maybe it's just our generation, like just getting old, and, like not liking Sat- that anymore. But it's just a saturation of games. Yeah, I, I think that's I don't, it. That's I don't it. like it that there's that many fucking games they need to play. Mm. I'll, I'll I'll rather like United don't even play FA Cup and Carabao Cup and just focus on Champions League and the league. 
I don't yeah. like, so like you look at United's last 10 years our trophies we won the major trophies we won is FA Cup and you're the Europa League but yes. honestly I think you're shitty about the FA Cup win like Van Hal got sacked after winning the FA Cup like I guess yes. you have the argument that yes you won a trophy uh, no other team won that trophy yeah I mean and you've got to remember that there are big teams and I say big teams because you know obviously the small teams are yeah. more less less favorites to win but you've got big teams that were also competing for that yeah, trophy and you it's win a bit, bit of a first world problem so oh we won the trophy that's what I think I think that's what I mean wow. like I think the younger um Sorry, not the younger. The the English people that actually live in England, it's more important to them. Maybe. To us as a foreign fan, but to them a lot like a lot of people, the lower leagues there is so big that yeah. the FA Cup means like going on a cup run to them means something. Whereas yeah, to they us get big funds for like when teams. we just support in Australia, we only support like a top division team or if you support a team that's gone down, you might support it maybe a championship team in Australia. But other than that, there's very few like League One yeah. League. Whereas in England, they've got so many. Like uh, The same podcast, the same with the guy, he's, he plays for Bolting. He's like, sometimes they're getting 30,000 people to a game in League One. We can't get 30,000 to an A-League game, like top division yeah. game here. So it's like, it's much bigger. But I mean, it's not because they're number one sport over there. There's big... Yeah, yeah. There. yeah. But so that, that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my take if United lose. Look, it is what it is. I didn't want us to win anyway. <laughs> all that does is, is give us hope. Like I saw Ragnick's quote was... He goes, after the City game, I was so depressed. He goes, I was so sad. And he goes, I was thinking that this is the worst team I've ever coached in my life. Then we beat Tottenham, and all of a sudden, the dressing shepherd were all talking about, what if we win the Champions League? Yep. No, he says, yeah, he said. Ragnick is so honest with everything. Like, because Cavani's been MIA for the last six to eight weeks. Cavani come back, and we beat Tottenham. I'm not saying it was, it was Cavani did it, but Ragnick said, he goes, yes, Cavani's a big reason why like, we win mm. these games. And he goes, he just needs to not go missing for six to eight weeks and help the team while he still can. Like he does not be around the bush. But is he not showing up? Or like, what's happening? With, like, is he just excuses. Uh, or yeah. injured. Well, Are you really? But then, like, then again, like, we don't really know, but we can sort of put two and two together. Exactly. Like, Radnick literally said on Sunday, I almost felt like we were at a funeral, that it was already dead. I felt like it was the worst team I've ever coached. And after that. the 3-2 win against Tottenham, we're discussing about our chances to win the Champions League. So that's the direct quote. I was not far off. But, like, what Nanny says that, he says he's speaking like a fan. But I like Radnick because he's not better on the bush. But... If we win, holy fuck, we win the fucking Champions League, bro. It's a cup run, and anyone can win <laughs> well, the Champions League. We are, we are, we are the Chelsea of fucking when they won UCL. We're gonna win it. Bring in a new manager, pick up the scraps. You know, winning. Well, it all. if you beat if you beat Atletico, I would probably say you'd focus more on the Champions League than the league at that point. Then I think you would catch an Arsenal. Arsenal. I think Arsenal they got three games in hand on well, you. Well, actually, actually, take that back. With things that are going on, you could. Potentially still creep to top four. Can Arsenal based, ba- n- not based on Arsenal, based Chelsea. on any sanctions that may come forward towards Chelsea. It's not going to affect their points this season, though. It's not going to affect the team this season. Mm, you just never players. know. You just it's never still, know. Do they get sanctions? No. But like, what, they haven't actually done anything as a club. They haven't done anything. It's their owner that's been like by the government. That's that's been yeah, possible. but then all the repercussions that come with it may affect their performance. No, no, not, they've the won players. every game since it's happened. But, like, just because Russia's in conflict with the Ukraine doesn't mean the EPL is going to be like, oh, yeah, and I don't touch, think it's fair as well. We're going to points from Chelsea. I don't or, think it's fair. Well, I didn't, I, sorry, I, I don't mean exactly by points, but I mean yeah. sort of like everything the, else the that culture, happens, yeah, it club, just comes yeah. down with it. So I just thought maybe you guys could 
Apart from the owners changing, what like apart from Abramovich selling, what's really going to happen? Especially when apparently they're getting a new owner a couple of days, and it's just another like Saudi billionaire. Well, well, you got that, and there was a I think a eighty year old American who was offering what um, Abramovich wanted, and they turned that down. One point three. They turned it down, and I was just like, in my head, the first thing I thought was a why, and then I thought he's probably not got that much long to. He goes, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it's I'm just, you, when I die, I'm dying with zero dollars in my bank account. My yeah. kids isn't getting anything. It's <laughs> shit. I'll die on a plane just to be like, yeah, I'm spending my money. I don't care. So yeah, if I was an 80 year old billionaire, I'd be like, fuck it, I'll buy a Premier League club. Let's go, soccer. I love that game. I fucking love Toronto. <laughs> Chee hoo. Oh my god, soccer! Yeah. I absolutely love that I love game. Soccer. I'd buy myself a soccer team. He's probably die by 82, but fuck it, <laughs> bro. Your money, do what you want. Um, Talking about Americans, back I think back. Ronaldo's uh, brought Tom. Top Brady out of retirement. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw this, but I didn't actually see what happened. So like, Tom Brady had been retired for two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw. Yeah. It's just I don't know. He didn't actually watch yeah. Ronaldo play. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> but I, on a, I had suspicions Tom Brady's coming out of retirement because after the match, Ronaldo. Well, it's not I had suspicions. Everyone had fucking suspicions. I only had suspicions because I saw it on Twitter. Mm. Someone else posted about it. But so I'm not fucking a detective. But when Ronaldo was giving Tom Brady's son the jersey, they were that close to the camera. You could hear the conversation. Yeah. Ronaldo goes, oh, you finished. And Tom Brady pulls the face and he's like, ah. Yeah. As if like, not yet. And it comes out the, ne- and it comes out the next morning. I'm not retiring. I'm Yeah. I'm kind of like, After I'm spending this many days away. So he and... told Ronaldo the day before and someone caught on camera. Yeah. Oh. It was pretty funny. But I just thought, yeah. It's quite coincidental. Like, you can go with the agenda that, you know, Ronaldo funny, brought him out of, like, But I love the memes that it's like, Tom Brady spends two months with his wife and the kids and is like, fuck <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> I've spent enough time with you. Yeah. No, that's, that's <laughs> fucked up. But, um. I mean, if you it doesn't matter how old you are, if you still got it, he still got it, man. He had a ripper season. Like, I don't know how much you guys are into NFL. I'm into it enough. It wasn't his worst season. I'm not saying he had his best season, but yeah, he's 43, 42, whatever he is. But he's still playing like 30 year old Tom Brady. See, I don't watch much NFL. I know a lot of like the other boys do. Mm. But how old could you technically play for if you were that good? If- you're still accurate and strong enough in your arm yeah. to throw the fucking ball. Yeah. You can keep playing. But I saw it might be an outdated stat, but mm. it used to, when I was a kid, I remember my dad at least showing me that the average age of like an NFL player they live to is 54 oh. due to how hard they get yeah, hit. Yeah, but like that's, that. that's not the quarterbacks. So quarterbacks are protected species. Yeah, I guess. This is like the defensive lineman. Like who's he's all, yeah. Really... I was like, he's almost played to 40, 56 of this exactly. age. Like he's going to get, or 54, he's going to get to the 54. <laughs> he's his lifespan. No, this yeah. is, this is like the guys at 140 kilos and who literally just like, as yeah. soon as the ball's thrown, they're just like smashing their heads yeah. into another 140 kilo unit. Yeah. How many Super Bowls has he won? Tom Brady, seven. Yeah, seven. Oh, that's right, because they talk about like the same as the equivalent to the rings and everything as well in the basketball. Bro. Yeah. Bro, some players are lucky to make one Super Bowl. Some other players are lucky enough to win a Super Bowl. Motherfucker won seven. I feel like seven's there's, the magic number. There's only so many times people go, oh, you like people go through his seven rings and be like, well, this will happen this year. He got lucky this year, and he got lucky that year. Bro, still you don't get it. lucky seven times. Yeah, it's like one, yeah. or, one or two. No, one, uh, okay. Yeah, like Odell Beckham Jr. is a player who I thought was never going to win a Super Bowl, but he did, and yeah, he picked the right team. Just things fell into place for him. Blah blah blah. 
But it doesn't happen seven times. Yeah, yeah. I Ridiculous. And then if you're going to try and like discredit his one, like one or two of his uh, mm. wins, then it's like, well, are you going to try and go through everyone that's won one and go, exactly. oh, he's only won one, but really, should he have won that one? Like, exactly. You're not going to, no. That's not how it works. And the history yeah. books, you know, in, when you're dead in 50 years, 100 years, then they remember the, the history properly. books is not going to go... Was Tom Brady lucky to win yeah, seven? No. Like, no. There's They're no going to say he won seven. Yeah. Like, There's no context. It just yeah. said he won seven times. Yeah. It, I, and I feel like the biggest thing about it is that when people start saying, oh, he's won this many times, maybe not in a row, but for the sake of the argument, if you win like four yeah. in a row or you win four out of five like Madrid did with Champions League, no. you know, people start to – it's not the fact that they – don't want you to win or they want to discredit you winning. It's just the fact that they're sick and tired of you winning. Yeah, they want somebody right. else to win. Because it gets, it gets, uh, it gets boring. Seeing the same winners is boring. City winning the league, boring. Four out of the last five years they've won the league. It was just like... Boring. Which is why now we have... competition and drama. When there's no competition, there's no drama. But when you're in the season, you're really like, fuck me. Tom Brady's winning another ring. And it's like week 10 of 16 before the place even starts. So like... Fuck's sake, he's already got this in the bag and not even playoffs yet. Jeez. I don't think people get, especially like Tom Brady winning it seven times is the same as United winning the league 13 times. You've stolen oh, people's childhoods, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah okay, I, <laughs> when they grew up and all they know is loss, it's like, <laughs> fuck me. Who's, who's played the most amount of times in a Super Bowl final? Like team-wise, sorry. Team? Oh, I Wouldn't know. Okay. Because I was going to say, has he been always in in like one team or has he moved around? Like no, a bit he's like been LeBron. in the Patriots for, I think it was like 18 or 19 years of his career. Oh, shit. And he's been a Bucks the last two years. Oh, okay. Well, he's, he's returning going, there now? He's going, hey. Is he going back there? Yeah, he's going to Bucks. So that's why yeah. people are like, oh, he retired and unretired to leave his contract. No, he's like, I'm unretiring to go back to that team. But the thing is that team, they won the, Bucks won the Super Bowl two years ago. Mm. because they got so many of these free agents that are good players and they came on dirt cheap money to yeah. come over Tom because they knew they were going to win a ring if they all just didn't play for money, play for the ring. Yeah. So there's, there's so many players, again, that are in this free agency. Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure the way it works, it's like free agency opens next week and Tom Brady announced he's unretiring a week before like this free agency opens. So yeah. all of a sudden, he just gets this fucking pick. Yep. Of all these players, he's just going to cherry pick this team. Well, not him, but obviously the yeah, Bucks and, and Tom Brady, because yeah. he definitely have a big say, are going to cherry pick this team again. Mm. And But if he loses, oh, well, he's 43, playing his 23rd season yeah. with seven rings. He has nothing to lose by coming But, back. like, even seven rings, like, you can't... There's well, no way you can... There's no, but there's no way you can discredit it. Like, seven can't. seven rings, right? You've got seven-time world champion yeah. um, Valentino Rossi, MotoGP. Yep. Seven-time world champion Lewis and Lewis. Michael Schumacher. Yeah. You know, like, it's... How are you going to discredit any of them? They're all are arguably the best in there. Michael Jordan wins six, six or seven rings. Six. Or, I think it's six. They, I could did, be wrong. Did they go two, three. Uh, sorry. Did they go two, three peats? Bulls? Uh, they did go two, three peats. It was I don't like know. 92, 93, 94. Then he retired in like 95. Yeah, he won he six rings. 96, 97, 98. So two, three peats. That's fucking, that's ridiculous as well. Because like, to be honest, if he doesn't retire, they go seven in a row. But he didn't. But like, yeah, theoretically, he probably could have. So you're right. Seven is magic. No, I'm just going to claim he did one seven times. It's shit. I just um, read someone has won seven NBA rings before. Jim Loskatov. Oh, it's probably no idea who that is. I have no idea who it is, but who I just thought I'll bring it up. Why no not? Idea. No idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, has um, anyone won seven A leagues yet? 
Has anyone been to seven different teams in the yeah. A League? Yeah, half the is like the most unwinningest player of all. Oh. How do you get in a contract? But speaking of F1, that's week one this week, isn't it? Yeah, race week this week, Bahrain. What time is the race? Our time, Monday. What two AM, one AM? I think it's. I'll tell you. Hang oh, on. Let fuck me just... that. I'm getting up at seven. Or I'll watch the 20 minute highlights. Oh no, I'll, I'll be up watching it. Yeah, no, I'll, like, you're a freak with it. <laughs> oh, now I need to update the app. Oh no, <laughs> it's so annoying. Uh, F1's back. This yeah, I haven't watched Drive to Survive. It's usually season. 6 p.m. their time, so it's fucked for us. Yeah, it's really fucked. Yeah, but so have you seen the new season of Drive to Survive? Yeah, is it as good as the other seasons? <laughs> I've heard it's not because they've put too much of a spin on it. And, you, and if now, you're a casual fan or you're new, yes. Yeah, well, that, well that's like Drive to Survive generally got me into F1 because I didn't know about it. But now, like, and I like how they focused on the not big drivers. Like, have you seen Drive to Survive, Adam? Not. So it's it's just like a Netflix series about, like, it's like the um, all or nothing for soccer. Yeah. yeah. But it's for the F1 seasons. But they don't follow the top, yes. like, teams yeah. or drivers. Yeah. Honestly, in the first season of Drive to Survive, they don't interview Lewis Hamilton once or, maybe or Max. Max Verstappen that you've seen passing by. But it's all about the bottom two or three teams and like Daniel Ricciardo's team, Renault, who end up coming fourth or fifth that year. Yep. Like it's all about the mid-table to bottom table and just all the fucking drama that goes on. And then it's having season two and three. It's not until two and three where they start talking about Mercedes and Red Bull a bit more. Then it starts talking about um, Red Bull more because... Because Karen Horner yeah. loves the center of attention. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's a big sook. I love it. I was, like, if you want drama, get into F1. What's well, you expect his wife's, um, what's her name? Jerry Spice. Ginger, no, what's Ginger her name? Spice, Ginger it? Spice. Yeah. Oh, no, no, she was Posh Spice. No, Posh Spice is David Beckham's music. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. She's Ginger, is yeah, Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice. I don't F1 drivers. Oh, right. Okay. Partner. Yeah, well, I just know her as oh, Jerry. So, yeah, I saw some TikTok the other day that um, someone was watching Drive to Survive and their partner was in the room. Yeah. And Ginger Spice laughed and she heard on Drive to Survive and this dude's partner was like, wait, rewind. Was that Ginger Spice? And he, <laughs> like, he's like, what the fuck? You don't even watch F1. You have no idea who this is. She's like, yeah, but I know that laugh because um, her laugh is at the start of the song. Yeah. It's like so this dude's partner was like hold up I recognize yeah. that laugh it's like what the fuck yeah so it's uh, it, look if you're a casual fan as I said before you're new to the sport uh, like trying to understand it and mm. things like that like I have a few friends that I know that are going to Melbourne um, next month to watch Formula 1 we need to uh, go well I'm going you're going Let me... our mate's going Reporting Matt's going something. Matt's going yeah yeah mate, Matt's going. he doesn't even he needs to watch the drive to survive. No, he then. did. That's why he's going. Oh. That's, he's like, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people that want to know what's going on, I always would advise watch that and you can sort of grab the Maybe idea. Maybe I need to watch it, it then. you a I have very no idea. good idea of the modern, how the, like, the modern setting of the sport, who's a big player, who's yeah. not, what every team what represents their purpose, in their... What, what yeah. purpose they serve. Because there's... Obviously, there's a, there's a lot of shitter teams. Obviously, yeah. Mercedes and Red Bull, the top dogs. But you can they talk about the money involved for these smaller teams yeah. that are literally close to like capitulating because they can't yeah. pay for shit. It's literally... Unless they win... Or not even win races. 
it was they need to like because there's individual racer standings mm-hmm. and then there's team standings there's the constructor cup so like there's 10 teams and there's 20 drivers so there's a one ladder with the drivers and then there's one ladder with the um teams obviously the teams want to win the team because you get more money, more money out of it than you do if you're the individual champion the individual champion obviously gets the individual prize mm. but the team you're racing for wants to win their constructor one yeah so that, that's why there's a lot of conflict between what the driver wants and what the team wants that's why like the views need to line up because if something happens in a race to one driver to the smaller teams because if you smash an f1 car it's fucking expensive yeah so yeah. they might pull the second driver from the race and be like just just pit fuck it and they'll be like what do you mean i'm coming sixth like this is really good for me and they'll go we can't risk it you got to come in for yep. the team so, so, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You watch Drive Survive, I swear to God. Like, when I started this pod, yeah. I haven't watched Drive Survive, but about episode 10, expert. Yeah, see. I'm interested because I have no idea. It's, you got to watch it. See, Bro, you think soccer has drama? Oh. F1 shit. You think the Serie A has drama yeah. every time they touch? <laughs> Trust me. Watch Bro. Drive to Survive. See, the issue with Drive to Survive is it creates this divide where you have the people who have been watching Formula 1 for God knows how long. Gatekeeping it. Get over it, you babies. Yeah. And then, and, then, and, then you have, and then you have the new fans who obviously only have a memory of like the last, I I'll say know. five years. If that. Because I've, right? I, when, when, was, when was season one of Drive Survive? Uh, 2019, I think, or 18. Before. Yeah, something like that. Let's just say five years, right? Generous, but yeah. So. That's all I know. For that reason, you know, people go like, <laughs> I'm a Hamilton fan. I will say mm. that loud and clear. I'm proud about it but people will say oh Hamilton would never crash someone like this this and that but I can look at my own backyard and say hang on he came on the scene in 2007 between 2007 and 2009 you know there was multiple times where he had issues with Alonso Massa um, you know Villeneuve everyone yeah you know what I mean I'm not going to pretend I know more than Jarrah Survives season one but I do know that when Lewis came onto the scene he was driving no safer, 100%. No safer than Max Verstappen 100%. Does. I agree, but like... He was just an aggressive young guy who did not care for his own safety. Well, yeah, so I agree. now Max Verstappen's doing it to him. It's yeah. like, and he's having a silk. It's like, you're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I agree, and I would I would stand by that, but I would also say that there's rules for rules, and rules are there for a reason. Yeah, but I mean, as... They we, should have punished him then, and they should punish whoever does it now, and they should yeah. have punished in the future. You say rules are rules, but last season literally finished with a massive fucking rule break. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's just... Say so the Aussie bloke got fired, so yeah, <laughs> true. But like, I saw what should have happened was should have been red flagged, right? And there should have been like a five lap sprint, both of them with fresh tires. Well, it would have been Verstappen. it would have been the last lap to go, and they had two ways to go about it: red flag it, and then I'd either a running or standing start, whichever one they have, they can choose. But either way, they both have fresh tires. Yeah, or well, that's what happens on a red flag because they have the option yeah, to just change the tires. A lot of the drivers are trying to advocate not to do that because it takes away. Because technically, if there was a red flag, it yeah. it wouldn't. When you're under red flag, it doesn't count as your mandatory pit stop. No. So that's why they're trying to take away that idea of you can change your tires under the red flag. Yeah, but in the context of... Yeah, but then you're changing it for entertainment, not based on legality and rules. But they did that anyway. That's why it was so controversial. But but at least if you change it to the red flag, at least you've got legs to stand on. Well, that's the thing. So you have the choice of the red flag, which technically under regulation, it's not a red flag issue because the barrier was able to be repaired within a certain amount of time. And it wasn't major damage to the racetrack, hence why there's no red flag. Then the next proceeding after that would be... You let all the lap cars through, mm. even though the wording doesn't say all lap cars. It says 
um, you know, this, uh, lap cars will now allow to be um, unlapping themselves. Yep. And then the, then the safety car will come in and then race may resume. So we, when you've got one lap left or two laps left where that happened, mm. every car needs to unlap themselves. You can't pick and choose and cherry pick who unlaps themselves. No. So whilst, yes, Max did deserve to obviously win, I can say that as much as that stings and it hurts. I don't know, man. Okay, in the last race, you can't... It's a coin flip. So, the, like... The strategies in F1, Adam, it's like you pick and choose when you pit and mm. you pick and choose which tyres you have. Obviously, different tyres make you stick better, make you go faster, lapping, er- um, pitting early, pitting late. But at the end of the day, it's like, it was literally like how the Serie A is now. Yeah. But it'll be like, let's say Inter and Napoli, uh, neck and neck, it comes in the final day. Or a better one was like when United and City on the last day, Aguero. Yeah. But let's say United have to play a 90-minute FA Cup game and then back it up straight away with the Premier League final day. So that's essentially what Lewis did. He essentially had worn down tyres yeah. and Max came out of nowhere on fresh tyres and went... And because they changed it, in. yeah. It, it, is, it is the best way, the best analogy to put it yeah. is United have to play 90 minutes and then play the final day of the season. And then, of yeah. course, fucking City's going to win it. We know this is what happened, but... Yeah, yeah, that's the best, best way to explain it in my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I agree. It's it, Essentially, if, if you take the fatigue part out of the tyres or like the, the life out of the tyres, you, you take that out. Essentially, yeah. what they've done is they've just gone, okay, um, you know, you're winning 1-0 uh, at, uh, at home in a Champions League final. Yeah. You know, and then next thing you know, they say, oh, last goal wins and they give a yep. penalty <laughs> when it's not even a penalty. Yes. That's essentially yeah, what they did, right? Someone dies and they go, last goal wins. And you're like, what the fuck? I was winning the entire time. Yeah, I'm so... Like, yeah, it's... But, but it's good that it's back. I'm, I'm excited. Um, Mercedes are not looking good in F1 testing. However... They haven't really done fuck things to their car. Didn't they take the side pods off some show that? They've basically made it obsolete. What does that mean? But what are the side pods They basically try to stream, streamline the car. Yeah, but are the, pods, are the side pods for cooling? They allow the air intake. Okay. And then there's radiators that sit on top. But what basically yeah. they've done is they've just closed the intake component because they've got bigger to... radiators inside. Okay. But essentially, Ferrari look the favourites. Uh, I don't know. They've been pretty average the last few years. Yeah, they're, but they're... They're, but again, the way the way Formula One works is they're able, they were able to get more time in the air tunnel and, and, and I mean, all these new regulations is sort of car. yeah, it's helping them. So definitely because their engine was shit. You think Ferrari, you think fuck, they've got a good engine. No, no, they've been yeah. woeful the last I few am years. Very, very keen. For like they were just year. driving, and they've got they have two unreal drivers. They'll just be driving. They're becoming third, second, whatever. The engine just goes. Poof, explodes and they're like what, what the, the fuck, fuck am I meant to do in this shit box it's yeah. a car that just explodes that happens yeah. all the and time and they miss our money hey but then they say yeah but then they want the drivers to pull in but then it's like then you cost the driver money by yeah, like your it's, car blowing up it's drama on drama but it's so good and it's do the drivers get paid just for being in the team but yeah they get, a, they get like a, a wage, wage. Yeah. so like um, Verstappen is now on the equal wage as Lewis Hamilton. Ricky's going to say about this. They're both on like sixty million a year. But sixty million. Daniel Ricciardo's on thirty million. Yeah. But he's one of the higher paid dudes too. I think. I think Daniel Ricciardo's like fifth or sixth highest paid. Yeah. I wonder they're yeah. all going broke. See, fucking heaps of money though. And they all live in Monaco, where they own all. Yeah. They live a luxury life. I mean, that's central, like, to where all the races are. So I understand why they live in Monaco. But, like, so the way it ranges, it's, like, the team with the least amount of money, like, Williams, would they have, like... Haas. 
us, it's even worse. I think they start the season with like what fifty or sixty million dollars. Yeah. Well, that's well, just well, it was it was millions, but yeah, yeah, Haas is. But like Mercedes now. have like one hundred and fifty million to spend on their cars. Yeah. So, so now there's a cost cap, but so now they can they everyone can only spend a certain amount of money. Yeah. It's sort of to bring the level. Yeah, like a salary cap. And it, it is. essentially, what they did was, and imagine. I don't know if I don't really know how drafts work with the mm. American sort of system, but essentially what they've done is if you came last last year, yeah. you get the most amount of time in development that and one hundred percent how drafts. Yeah, works. and then and then basically as you work up the rank of what yeah. happened, you get obviously less time than yes. whoever came last because of that. So essentially what happens is all these teams have got all these like technical advancements, yeah. and then you got Mercedes and. Um, Red Bull where because Mercedes came first and Red Bull came second they basically get maybe I think 10 hours in the development time which is nothing compared to like 30 hours. Is that time on the track with the car? Time in the aero tunnel because they can't improve their engine they're not yeah. allowed um, they had to change the type of fuel so all these things these regulations that came in are basically equal to everybody so the, the only yeah. thing that's not equal is the aerodynamics of the car because the way it is is there's regulations put in place of how you're allowed to build your car and this year there's all new rules the car looks completely different there's new wheels so the all, like the fia will be like here's regulations rules on how you're allowed to build a car but when like they don't obviously tell you how so then every team has to spend millions of dollars on testing what works best so obviously yeah. a team that's allowed to have 50 hours in the wind tunnel and the, the aero tunnel so yeah. 50 hours on the track and testing what actually works best should have a better car than a team that has 10 hours. Yeah. What's stopping Mercedes, like a rich club, just building their own wind tunnel? Cost cap. Because They right. can't. They cannot regulated. spend over a certain amount of money. So but that I would... mean, like outside of... The... And it also has to be in a central location. So yeah, FIA yeah. have to watch what you're doing. Yeah. Have to Because essentially what's happened now is, is all the teams, apart from Mercedes, have done, and possibly Williams, They've all created a stock standard Formula One car, wide aero, mm -hmm. wide um, radiator intakes, everything. And then they've got Mercedes and Williams who've basically gone, nah, let's change the game here. Yep. Let's basically get rid of them. And mm -hmm. nobody was expecting that. Not even the FIA expected it. So now the FIA are looking into it, thinking maybe it's not legal. Maybe right. it's a loophole that they didn't know about. Daddy so... Rebel's going to have a problem. Yeah. But uh, because... Honestly, you watch Drive to Survive and it gives you all a rundown. All yeah. Because it's called the Constructors' Cup because it's you're constructing an F1 car. Yeah. So it's but the drama's unreal and the way that it's just it's just I, I can't I'm really keen for the season. I, I this would is put the first it, season I'll watch start to finish. I would put it like club championship. That's probably the best way to describe it. You know how like I don't know about like for example in in the A League you've got NYL yeah. the women's the women's league and A League mm. right or the the men's league sorry so you got the three and then your club championship is because if, you know, all three of them finish first and right. you, your club finishes first in the club championship, that's yeah. essentially what the, the cars are doing. It's, it's the same way. So they'll build them for the drivers, but it's fucking oh, yeah. unreal. Um, I feel there's one more sport. Oh, right, NRL. First we get NRL. Jesus Christ, sorry about that. I've had some fizzy drinks. Yeah, um, Broncos with a massive upset, that's I'd so say. Oh, how, whole... how did your tipping go this week, Adam? Horrendous. Three out of eight. Call? I was going to say, I'm not doing an official tipping comp, but obviously I have my own picks on my own yeah. head. I've got three out of eight. Three out of eight. Fucking ridiculous. And the only one that I, when I initially was tipping, 
There's probably two, okay? There's the Manly Panthers game, but I'm a Manly fan, so I got biased. And with Nathan Cleary out, I, I thought, yeah. yeah, okay, Manly easy. I forgot Manly hadn't won round one in like eight years or nine years. I knew, but it's just, I thought, it has, saying, I, I thought, thought at some point it has to end. Like, can't, and then I thought, this is it, you know, we, anyway. but we, And then the only uh, the game that I properly was like, I don't know which team, was um, Bulldogs-Cowboys. Yeah, and I true. only went for Cowboys because they were in North Queensland. Fair enough. Um, then they lost 6-4 in one of the worst games I've ever, I've ever <laughs> oh, watched of so NRL. Bad. Like, as a Bulldogs fan, like, I'm doing super coach. I have Josh Jackson, Bankstown, Malolo. <laughs> and oh. I have Josh Adokar as my captain. Uh, and he's saying he's I my see. captain for the entire season. I don't give a fuck. But watching the Bulldogs-Cowboys game was like watching, oh, like, just demolition derby. And, like, Cowboys almost won it, too. If it wasn't for yeah. the fullback being half a step offside. Oh, yeah, games. like one foot. But it is what it is. But, like, all the big teams' upsets. I mean, Tigers were winning until Storm remembered they hadn't lost around one game for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's... Such a long fucking time. Like, my sister is 20 this year. She has technically never seen Storm win round one. She's 20. Not win. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, not lose. Like I mean, lose, not yeah, lose like lose, yeah. It, it, it is, is a crazy such start. A fucking long time to not lose round one. That's mad. Yeah. So like, Tigers probably played well, but you just can't you can't fight the voodoo. The voodoo oh, yeah. always wins. Did you watch the Broncos Ravos game? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I genuinely think when Reynolds is back, Broncos will make the eight. It'll be dark horse. Yeah, they're, 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 they're up there. They're up there. I know that's bold, and I know, like, as someone that obviously doesn't watch NRL as much as I watch yeah. soc- like, football, soccer, but... <laughs> They've got a few very good players, but it's just their shit players are fucking shit. Yeah, that's... They've got a very high ceiling, Broncos. They've got Payne Haas. It's essentially uh, no squad depth. Good. Yeah, exactly. In, in their starting 11, they've got no squad depth. Yeah. But, I mean, um, I think a team... Bulldogs brought in eight debutants. Mm-hmm. Bulldogs going to take ages to gel. But they when got, they do... Maybe next year. Well, next year they also bring in... Um, I, I just don't think with Chen Barrett they're going to go anyway. Yeah, I, I back that. But the, again, next year we're bringing in Kickout and the Parallel. And Mahoney. Yeah. He's good. they got a good team. Eventually. They're going to be. Once it's just going to take... eight gel. It's easy to gel two players. Yeah, it's not easy. second rower. Half the hook a new team. a little bit difficult, diff, more difficult to bring in. But... um. Eight players gelling is fucking... And the fact, but the fact they still won, though. That's... Trust, I think yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it's against probably the next worst yeah. team in the comp. Dub's a dub, though. Take it. Hey. Take them. Take what you probably, get. It's probably the only win Bulldogs going to have in the first 10 rounds. They won't see another win for Bulldogs until they fluke someone else, but... Bulldogs have one of the hardest runs. I think they have... They have mm-hmm. Broncos this week, which is like... Broncos should get over them. Well, it's like I, they should, Broncos yeah. should win, but, you know, if Bulldogs win... Judging off Broncos last year's form, you're not going to be like, oh, like, that's no, such a shock. You're still not. Like, you're not going to be shocked if Bulldogs, Bulldogs win. Seriously, even if they win this week. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I more mean is that you if Bulldogs win, you won't be like, oh, that's lucky they beat the, the Broncos. Like, they got lucky against the Broncos. Like, Broncos aren't any, Broncos like, aren't bad. Yeah. No. But they'll, yeah, exactly. But you're not going to be like, that's impressive. They beat no, the Broncos. Exactly. Like, oh, but the, I think the next six it's, games after that, they have it's like, not like Panthers, Bulldogs are being yeah. Storm. Storm. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have like all the big teams in the next like six games after that. So it's like that. So it's like that's a killer because then they they're probably going to lose. Chances are they're going to lose six out of six yep. of those games. And then like there's no like they're all going to be like demoralized. And at the end and, of the day, I'm still going to have Josh Adokar as my captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be like he's 
probably your main guy that's going to score most of your tries. So but he's not playing in Melbourne Storm. Like Storm. Yeah, I know. I know. The service isn't there. Who was that? Storm now have Xavier Coates now, don't they? Yeah. yeah, I don't really like him. But yeah, but he's still going to score heaps of fucking tries. Yeah, you just think he's like he's a direct replacement for Adokar, so it doesn't really matter. He's not really as quick matter. because Adokar's a freak, but it's just a winger who can catch and put the ball down. Yeah. I could probably play there and still score 10 plus. I just thought it was, I don't understand, um, it's probably just me, but mm. I don't understand the whole Nico Hines to Cronulla. Well, I thought he was meant to be their next like young guy that's going to stay there for like ages. Nah. No, he's, man, no, he's our The thing is that he wants to. He's like, 24, 25. He oh. doesn't, and he was only in the team because of injuries. Because yes, they've got Harry Grant at hooker, who's done. Who's gun? They got yeah, one of the best hookers, if not the best. They've got Jerome Hughes, one of the best halfbacks in the game, and yep. Nico Hines, not really a halfback. Yep. And then they got um, Cameron Munster, probably the best five eight in the game. Yep. And then they got Puppy. At fullback. Who's, fullback. Where did yeah. Smith go? He plays in the second row. He play, can play hooker as well when... when was, yeah, he was playing when Grant was out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, he, and he's, one of the best, he's one of the best hookers in the game he too. His hand, but that's... Well, Nico Hines was on the Matty Johnson the other day and they asked him, they're like, why Sharks? Not, maybe not specifically why Sharks, but why leave Melbourne Storm? And he said that, he goes, well, my future was uncertain. Yeah, true. And like, yeah, you can say it was for the money, which probably is good helping him, yeah. but he's right. He needs game time. Yeah. And he's he only really made the team because Puppy was injured for so long. And, and even he, when Puppy came back, he was just, still he was straight away in and out. Yeah. Like and he's um so I understand he's almost twenty four as well. He's not young. No. Like he's out it turns twenty five this year. Like in an NRL career, yeah, that's NRL. like half your career yeah. like over. Like he's gotta yeah. be playing games now. Yes. Because if he turns twenty six and he's still in and out 26, he's starting to go, oh, he's getting on a bit. Yeah. 27, it's like, why would I risk, I'd rather bring in a young guy. Yeah. That, like, that sort so of how old was Inglis when he was basically finishing up at South? Inglis? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Well, yeah. well, he, half, he played, his, half the career, 25, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, no, but he, when he was playing for Melbourne Storm, he was like 18. And he was like, no, oh, no, no, no. But I mean, at South, he's still demolished. Yeah, yeah, he's 35 now. Hey. He's only 35 now. I'm just like loading up the page. Just okay, to... but he hasn't played for... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Four years? Yeah, he... yeah. No, no, two years. So he's 33. 33. Yeah. Oh, he so finished like 2020, four. yeah. Yeah, but he well, he didn't finish his career as a fullback, though. He no, no, I know, yeah. Over the last two, three years, he was a centre. His peak between like 24 and 30. He yeah, was one of that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't... No, 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 he was the best fullback in the game. That's yeah. question. So, yeah, he's definitely like... But, he's yeah. Getting on. I think... I haven't watched much footy over the last four or five years because I used to referee rugby league, so I couldn't watch six hours of Sunday league and then go home and watch more footy. I'd blow my brains out. But now I'm playing super coach for the first time in like fucking eight years. Yeah. Oh, I try to watch as much as I can. I'm actually I haven't so watched keen. it. I haven't watched it for years. And then when like, our mates got us into um, super coach, well, I've started. Like, come, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to watch it. Yeah. If it wasn't for super coach, probably still would have the TV turned off. 100%. But, like, it's just that, like, it's so com- super coach is so competitive. But it's such a good system. I wish English Premier League's FPL was half as good as super coach. They all rate any English person that I've listened to, like on podcast, rave about. They love they FPL. Love they think it. it's so good. It's like if they saw how good, like, no. Nah. Th- that's why I can't now play FPL anymore. Because like, you should have to play FPL. Then I started um, watching yeah. uh, playing super coach. I'm like, FPL is boring and yeah. shit. See, There's no. Shit. I want an A League FPL, uh, A League fantasy. Yeah, but I hope yeah, they, like do, super, I they do super, super coach. Super coach, super coach should do A League fantasy. Yeah, no, hundred percent agree. Do an AFL one as well. Yeah, and but like, like so, but the way it works in FPL, it's 
prices change based off transfers. Yeah, well, in the in, 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 in Premier League in one, yeah, League yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's based on transfers. transfers. So someone like me who makes, I like to make my trades late in the week in case there's injuries and selection, whatever. Yeah, I've I've, I've lost my money. Yeah, so I can only go backwards, which is so dumb. In in our super coach, prices change after a player has played three games based off their form. Yeah, but it's based on their form depending on how many points they score, so they can break even. So they have an expected score. It depends how much they go up and uh, up or uh, sorry mm. above or below. Yeah, their money changes that way. So right. you're, the, the players are actually worth the points they're providing. Yeah, yeah. In Premier League, it's a popularity contest. It literally is. Yeah, it's shit. So you like with the Premier League, the only way you make money in that is to if you want a cash cow, you literally need to have like a Conor Gallagher that you you have to gamble. Yeah, no skill having a cash yeah. cow in the FPL. You need to have a Conor Gallagher that's online from Chelsea there and goes, 10 guys out of 1,000 will go, yeah, I'll risk it. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, in, in, by round 5, 10, people are like, I need to have Conor Gallagher. Essentially, yeah. you're like, you need to have players where, like, everyone picks all the popularity players. Like, they pick all, like, the Salah and the, yep. the Lukaku's and the Ronaldo's and everything. And then it's like, you know how you have your bench where you're, like, trying to scrape the 4.5 million yep. players or whatever? It's like, you're hoping one of them just becomes so good. Yep. That, that everyone else wants them. Yeah, That's yeah. Way. That's so, such a shit way. Yeah. When, like, super coach, it's, I want to have a rookie who's going to have a breakout season and yeah. score heaps of points and he's going to climb that way. Yeah. So even if even if you're the even if you're the only player who has even if you're the only person who has that player, if he's providing the points of a player of high value, he'll soon be worth that. Mm. Yeah. Which exactly. is the way it should be. Players are worth the points they provide. But then they'll hit they'll hit a best. cap eventually because you can't just keep going up because no. to go up eventually your scores get bigger and bigger. So you're they'll get to a cap where higher. it's like they average 70 every week, which is good, but then they'll, they might not get there. But then the money you made off him getting up to – because you might have bought him for 150000 yep. and then by the time he's getting to 70, he's worth 600 you can cash in on him mm-hmm. and then bring in a – like say a hooker, a Harry Grant that's worth more money, yep. but he's going to get you more points. But that's how you get up the – Yeah. Like, you can genuinely – Whereas in FPL, they go like from 5.5 million, they play well for five weeks, and then they go up to 5.6. And it's like you can't buy a single player mm-hmm. – like – then it at least go up by half millions so that at least you can buy some yeah, extra, right. like yeah. up and down half millions. Yeah, but like, like Bruno's worth 10.5, scores a hat-trick, and then scores yeah. his goal the next game, and all of a sudden he's worth 10.6. Yeah, it's like, like they get yeah. you nothing. So what can you do with that? You've got to trade out five players that have got price rises to get one player 0.5 higher. Yes. Like, that's... I'd love to just see um, if they took the cost away and just to see to people's teams. Um, That would be an interesting... FPL it takes away the skill, doesn't it? Not really. I mean, if you can, because you can have good players that flop, for example. Oh, but imagine can, when but imagine you... when Lukaku signed. How many people bought Lukaku? But there's no Dickies. risk in the, if you do that. Well, if he doesn't, most people tend to be the same. Then. Well, that's the, the only thing. way that then could if be you're good t- is if you can make as unlimited trades every week as well. Because then it's like you pick the team for that week you think is going to be the best performers that week. I'd be oh, happy yeah. to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, league, yeah. Otherwise, team of the week. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, that's That'd what you cool. would be doing. Yeah, because otherwise, if it's like a normal fantasy where it's like pick your best team, but then it's like one trade a week, then I feel like everyone's going to end up having the exact same, like exact safe. Same. Some, but would, all would these the unlimited trades players the are safe. Hey. Would the unlimited trades still not have the same effect? Well, it's not unlimited trades because you're essentially just picking a new team every week. Yeah. Because like, I think it would be like, that'd be a good idea because be then you'd be like, you'd, 
that that would bring the skill back. Yeah. Otherwise, I think if it's unlimited money but only one trade a week, yeah. then people would just all pick There's the same, better. the best player in every position. Yeah. And then maybe if they're having a bad season, they might make one trade to trade him out, or or someone's having a gun season, bring him in. But overall, teams are going to have everyone's going to have like Ronaldo, like at the start of the season, Ronaldo, Sancho. Van Dyke, Sala, TAA, Old Robinson, Allison, Cancelo. Yeah, like it's going to be the exact, there's no skill because everyone, we all know they're good, but it's like fitting all the good, like the most amount of good players you can around the best, next best players. The best round. Essentially, it'll be the. I think it'll be fun. I mean, I'm Yeah, it'll be the Premier League team of the season. I think doing every, like just predicting every week. Trying to be the best team of the week. That'd be fucking, that would be very hard. Yeah, because, but yeah, there wouldn't be many. I mean, it always would be high scoring. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. You'd like, hope so. Well, yeah, you, you'd hope, hope so. it, but like that's a, that's what would happen. The other thing is though, then that you wouldn't get any of these. Like you wouldn't pick Connor Gallagher until round fifteen, so there's no exposure for these younger players. Who... But then, like that's see, that's where I would say like you like a team like Wolves. Like I'd be mm. picking like Ruben Neves or like Potence or, you know, someone like that in a game where they're versing, I don't know, Palace or they're versing, yeah. um, you know, one of the lower teams, even mm. like Brentford yeah. or Burnley or something. Like, yeah, no. everyone's going to pick those teams. But like, if you've got a game where you've got Liverpool versus City, for example, yeah, you're, picking, you're not picking I'm all the best picking, players no, from both teams. I'm picking like Rafinha. Yeah, exactly. I'm That's where the, the skill teams. comes back yeah. in. Yeah. Which would be good fun. I, don't know. I think that'd be more fun than FPL is. Definitely. It would so be more boring. interesting. You'd have more yeah. of a, a like a the grab more, that, that attention would stay. Yeah. Well, well, no, yeah. well, us three, we we made a draft comp, and after round five or six, <laughs> yeah. all eight of us just. Well, I don't think I've, I've even yeah. looked at my my normal FPL. I'm pretty sure whoever has Salah in our draft comp is winning it. I'm just yeah. guessing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think Jimmy goes on and always plays around still. Well, no, because Jimmy's a decent rank in FPL. So that's why he still pays attention to it. He's only a decent rank because he's one of that few people that actually is yeah, still yeah. playing after five no, rank. That, but you're right. But like, if the Eng- English fucking mm. thing, FPL is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I think it's like a business. It that's it's why. a business venture. We just um, we make super coach yep. for uh, for the Premier League. I'll, just, I'll send Daily Telegraph a text. Yeah. And you can be the, all the brains behind it. Hundred percent. Was it? There, there used to be a Champions League one, didn't they? I don't remember. There was an A-League fantasy one. Yeah, season. I remember that one. I made a team and forgot about it because it was yeah. similar to um, EPL. It was yeah. the exact same, I'm pretty sure. Like, it was a Fox Sports one? Yeah. yeah. I was just like, eh. Yeah. This is shit. Yeah. It's not super I know what you mean. Quality, but, but, yeah. Um, yeah, keen as fuck for this week. Hold on, there's some breaking in. Was it the dog? Does it every week. We get to about an hour and a half in, he just starts banging on the door. That's when we know it's full time. <laughs> but I mean, we'll, fuck, we'll call it there. We've actually gone around the world and back. Um, touched all the bases. Um, time for you to put the down your phone and go touch some grass. Yeah, well, <laughs> put down the controller, hey. <laughs> down the controller. Uh, so we'll wrap it up. You want to say goodbye, Ricky? Uh, yeah, uh, thank you. You did ask me. You did ask me. It's a podcast way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that like was natural, but now I don't want to wave. I Before we wrap it up, look, there's there's a dead ass. The last three or four weeks in a row, we've had the exact same listeners. You fuckers, because there's a good consistent number of you. Let a mate know. I say week in, week out. Let a mate know, because generally, if you like it, and you you keep listening, I know you keep listening, tell a mate to make us listening too. 
was was bang we're hilarious. It's, Literally shove it. it down all your family, your yeah. your friends' throats. Just tell them get on it. If you see a random stranger on the street, just tell them get on it. Bro, I say that now, but I've said it to the boys many times. Someone will, someone will ask me at the podcast in person. I shit myself. Start mm-hmm. panicking. God, good podcast. This was pretty good. I'm like, oh, it's all right, you know. Yeah. It's just something like garage. Being modest. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be so big-headed and big ego in person. Over the mic though, five stars. Oh, yeah. I'll break your legs. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a Jordan Pickford to Van Dyke tackle if you don't rate it five Jeez. stars. But anyway, Ricky's waved goodbye. Adam, say goodbye. Good boy. Thanks for having me. Of course. It was good. It was oh, good. Yeah. Great chat. And you're yeah. some good boys. I made some, pe- made some late subs, which are fucking good subs, but... Yeah. Yeah. Impact, impact subs. You like, you're both like Mario Götze in the World Cup. Just saying. Oh, I'll take that. Well, I'll, take, I'll yeah. take that. I'll, I'll take a World Cup, World Cup winner's goal. Yeah. But, um, my name's Alex. This has been Top Beans, where all of our opinions are garbage. On the count of three, we'll all say goodbye together. Do you listen this far into the episode? Always. Do you actually? Yeah, do you always. you know what to do? Ready? Three, two, one. Ciao. Ciao. You don't listen to this fight, you're a fucking girl. <laughs>